Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculpture. Don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel well, do it live! Uh, that is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And in a very short amount of time, that time being not now, uh, but in a little bit, I'll be joined by my co-host, uh, Cameron Hawkins. He will join this party, and we will, uh, we will get the chat going. Uh, but in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Uh, it's, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this show. First way is to uh, hit up the Constellation Lines. Call us live. Get in line. We will uh, take your call live on air. Take any questions you may have. Let you rant, uh, have comments, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so to do that, hit, hit the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And the second way to have your voice heard on this here show uh, is to hit the voicemail line. You've got three minutes to uh to ask or rant away say whatever you want for three minutes it's all you you got it 415-787-5229 is how you uh, leave a voicemail once again 415-787-5229 that's the voicemail and um hit us up on the on the email tip old school Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Hit the email, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Looks like we've got one, two, two and two so far. Two nuns and two VIPs. So get your emails in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is always an option. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. All kinds of uh, conversation happening on, uh, <clears throat> on those Twitter feeds. Uh, yeah, so we've got a poll up. So interact with the poll at, at East Coast Cast. All that kind of good stuff. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, and the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page. Uh, find us at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And I know we did have get a like this week. So let's see. Oh, nope. M- um, uh, Mr. Mitchell from last week, uh, cousin of uh, Hey Bear Clams. So, yeah, so uh, like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, get the word spread that way. You all know how it works. Uh, in the meantime, let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, welcome to the show. How's everything? 
What's going on, man? Doing all right. Uh, sounds good. Um, Want to jump? I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That's good. We're going to jump right into this, these poll results, I guess. They were, I don't think anything necessarily shocking in these results. Uh, it was a, some good, good stuff you put forward for the obvious show coming up Saturday for, for the super show. Um, so, yeah, so you want to jump into these? Yeah, so let's just kind of go through them. Um, we had stupid ads. Okay, so we had, uh, I think, five polls this week. On the first one, um, what singles match are you most looking forward to at uh, WWE Super Show? Um, so, it's about 100 votes. Um, eight likes went for the uh, Cedric Alexander-Buddy uh, Murphy title match. And so, mm-hmm. that can be figured into um, a little under 10%, you know, 7-8% um, of the kind of main voting. 15% went to Brian Miz. 17% went to Triple H Undertaker. 24%. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and 44% Styles versus Joe. So, speaks highly to them and the work that they've been doing between matches and on SmackDown as far as keeping people interested. Yeah, um, do, you, do, you, do you give anything to the stipulation for that match? It being because no DQ? Uh, no DQ yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Because Not I was... Really? I, I mean, they beat Flair, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair 2-1. to one. More people, you know, want to yeah. see... Joe versus Styles, and I just thought it would be a little a little more even, uh, uh-huh. but it's not. You know, obviously not. Um, and I wonder if that's because of the stipulation. People know they're going to probably get a wild affair, and I think a lot of people are convinced Joe's going to win the title. Yeah, I mean, it's still a WWE title match. Um, we've seen what they've done in the ring time and time again. Everybody's a big fan of both of them. Um, you know, I think people are a really big fan of what Becky Lynch does. Um, I don't know if, like, I think you and I think, and, and a lot of people who listen to us think that Charlotte's really, really good. Um, I don't think that individually she elicits the same response as those two do. Like, people aren't sure. super interested in Charlotte getting her payback against Becky Lynch. That's and I don't know if they're super interested in Becky Lynch asserting herself more against Charlotte. I think that the the biggest match that they could have had was the last match that they had. And it speaks volumes to the to them that people still want to see it more than they do a Triple H Undertaker or a Miz Bryan. Um, but, yeah, it's still not the WWE title match, I don't think. Um, second poll was, what tag match are you most uh, looking forward to? Um, got four likes for the Oscar and Naomi versus the Iconics match, which made up eh, about 8 9% of the vote. Um, 11% went to Cena and Lashley versus Kevin Owen and Elias. Uh, 16% uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bellas against the Riot Squad. 33% the New Day versus the Bar. And 40% went to the Shield versus Strowman, uh, Ziggler, and uh, McIntyre. So, I think, you know, personally, I think New Day versus the Bar is probably going to be the best match. Um, yeah, that's the one that I'd want to see. But I still think Shield Strowman's going to be strong because, um, you know, you look at what individually, you know, they've done. You look at Seth 
Dolph as a singles match. You look at all the encounters that Reigns and Strowman have had that have been very good and very physical. And then you know how good, uh, you know, McIntyre's been. Um, you know how good that tag title match was. So I think this is going to be really good. Um, I understand why it's the one that people want to see the most. Again, um, you know, universal champions in the match. Um, the Shield being this generation's big-time faction, um, you know, you get it. So that that's probably going to be really good. I don't think any of these matches are going to be bad matches. When I look kind of up and down, look at everybody that's in that match, you know how good so, the new day is. You know how good the bar is. Uh, go ahead. No, I almost, unironically, like straight up, voted for Cena and Lashley versus uh, Elias and uh, Kevin Owens because for, like, morbid curiosity, you know, like, what's, what's this going to be like? Like, there's no... Uh, you know, there's there's no heat in any in any way, none. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm interested in in, in Cena and going out there with, with Lashley and how, with that Australian crowd, with the size of that that Australian crowd, just a just a lot of things to that I can't predict that are that that could you know come from this match potentially. Yeah. I mean, they could just sit quietly for for 12 minutes, or they could. All of a sudden, you know, you know, John Cena is like you realizing, oh crap, he's uh, you know, he's still a megastar. Oh man, we're gonna get to see him wrestle with his new slim physique, you know, sleeker physique too. That is gonna be interesting. Like, add add something to it. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, he's still, it's weird, like, I almost thought, like, is he still going to be able to do the strength stuff that he does? Of course he is. Like, <laughs> of course he is. Right, um, like, he doesn't still squat, like, was crazy. Yeah, he's still a monster. Um, but, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of good workers through those matches, I kind of except the, um, the, the women's uh, six-woman tag match, because, like, Ruby Riot is head and shoulders above Everybody in that match, what Ronda Rousey does is different, you know, at yes. this point. But she, she's very good. But, man, you just hope a lot of it is those two. Um, and Nikki Bella's fine. Brie Bella's fine. But it's just like, do you, <clears throat> you know, Brie Bella and Nikki Bella against the mm. lesser experienced, uh, you know, what, Liv Morgan and uh, Sarah Logan. It's just kind of like... <laughs> Okay, how much of that do you really want? But, you know, Ruby Riot um, is probably going to do some really good stuff because she's just really, so really good. So Ronda has Ronda, – <clears throat> Ronda's going to, you know, have an L on her record. She's not going to get pinned. But I'm assuming the start to, the start of Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey, you know, starts at, in, in this match or at the finish or because of the finish of this match. Which means the riot squad's probably going to pin Brie Bella. Uh, I think that's almost a, for sure. I wouldn't even be surprised if Liv Morgan's the one that pins Brie Bella, but it'll probably be Ruby Riot. Um, and, and I think there's going to be some animosity somehow between Nikki and, and, and Ronda, and that's how they kick that off. Um, so they, I think that's something that can a big deal needs to be made out of. And they WWE shouldn't do the well. We don't want to. We don't want to make it seem like Ronda's a loser because we're going to come back in six months or in three months and really hit the undefeated part or you, you know whatever. That's going to be her gimmick until she loses. Um, so I'm interested in, in how they handle that. But I I, I think Team Rousey loses. Uh, 
I'm a Willis says it's too bad the Shield is killing Raw ratings. I mean that's it's fine with me. Um, <laughs> I'll be okay. Um, let's see the third poll. Um, when do you plan on watching Super Show? Because um, it's you know it's going to come on 4 a.m. Yeah. 3 a.m. Central. Eight um, percent said when I normally wake up. So I guess for most people that's going to be you know around 10, 11 in the morning on Saturday. Um, 21% said they don't plan on watching. Um, and yeah. so it speaks to, I think that really speaks to what, what they think the finishes are going to be. Because if you thought title changes were happening, I think you'd, you know, you'd watch. But you're going to find out. You're going to, I mean, hopefully they say spoiler ahead, but you're going to wake up to alerts or you're going to wake yeah. up to Twitter. You're going to, you're going to know. Again, unless you go out of your way to just wake up, go right to the network and 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 watch it, and just yeah, watch, avoid yeah, to watch it on a thing that doesn't give you updates. Um, <laughs> yeah, twenty three percent said they are going to watch it live, um, which is a different level of dedication, man. I can't imagine. Well, but no, Cam, that's you got to take that. That's that UK and you know Australian. In uh, Hawaiian, no, that would be two in the morning in Hawaii. But it's the it's the other half, the other side of the world. Well, I like think somebody only one person like, from the UK. But those watching at a regular like, time. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like our audience specifically that we draw in for these polls typically live somewhere around where we do. <laughs> like I, I hear you. Um, good point, but it is still Twitter, it's the internet, and uh, and you know this don't but, discount um, Vince White Flame. He's in Finland. Yeah. So we got we can um, be international. Forty-eight percent said, um, "You know when I get, I to, get to," which is kind of how I feel. Like it's <laughs> yeah. um, like it's Texas OU weekend, it's Florida LSU weekend. Like if if there was ever a Saturday not to have a wrestling show, <laughs> and yeah. as somebody who's kind of like you know watches more than just one sporting activity, I mean UFC's that night. It's just you know I'm kind of of that boat. Like I'll get to it when I get to it. You know it'll. I, I, I wish I would have. I wish I would have read this a little more careful or twice because I voted planned on don't plan on watching, which is just kind of a lie. Like I'm probably no matter what going to watch Joe AJ. Yes. Um, yes. And, and, and that whole, when I get to it, it's like, Oh, why didn't I vote for that? Because that's what's going to happen. Like when I get to it, that's when I'll. Yeah. So, but I think I'm more interested in, um, I think I'm more interested in like those crowd reactions when people come out. That's kind of what I want to hear, like how how the world responds to you, not just America. That's because I mean that probably accounts for a lot of things, like the money you make. Um, how because it's not just about how people feel about you in Detroit, not just about how people feel about you in L.A. Like it's a worldwide brand. Um, so the fourth poll was finish this sentence. If Shawn Michaels wrestles another match, I'll feel. Uh, 14% say betrayed, 31% say excited, 55% say indifferent. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, get your money, man. Like, I, I don't, I never expect a wrestling retirement. I don't expect a retirement from anything you can still physically do to actually be a retirement. Like, Robert Smith retiring in his prime still kind of a shock. Like, Arian Foster retiring before things got bad, because he probably could have played more, it's still a bit of a shock. You know, Randy Moss could have kept playing if he chose, but typically, if, like, if your retirement isn't due to you actually not being able to do it anymore, I'm not surprised if you go back. People retire and go back to their jobs every day. 
Um, and I also am not like of this belief that. Well, I think the best way to say it is this: like I believe Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. He's probably like in the bottom quarter of people to ever live as far as being a decent person. So I'm quite like <laughs> the bottom <laughs> quarter. Hey, he's probably the really quarter. horrible people. You putting them in the in the whole bottom quarter? Yeah, I mean, like he has yellow eyes. He's definitely he the does. And a Hitler mustache. You might be right. Yeah. Bottom yeah. eight. <laughs> Have you seen how he dresses? Like Michael, Michael Jordan's oh. in the bottom quarter of people. Okay, um, so well, I'm well. one of the fourteen percent, Cam, that said betrayed. Now, okay. uh, the it's a it's a harsh word, and I don't feel like. It, which would in, would mean you feel it like inside, like oh that hurts. It 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 doesn't. It is more of an indifferent betrayal, but it is a betrayal because it was because like you said, I normally don't trust wrestling retirements or anything you can keep doing, blah blah blah. And it seemed like oh, a, he's it's gonna we're gonna get one, um, you know, one of those where somebody says, I'm retiring, I could, you know, I could still go, but, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to cut, especially with the stipulation. It's not just a retirement because of my body or like his first one. This was, you know, they worked a whole stipulation around it, career versus career or career versus streak. Um, so in, in that sense, it's like it was it was perfect. It was like like and the, and the payoff. It's not like he's coming back for a WrestleMania match against the Rock. He's coming back to face Triple H again or fucking Undertaker or something for the millionth time in Saudi Arabia on a show nobody's going to watch. So, and that, that I don't know, uh, you want to say just adds to it? That's a big part of it. If this was like dream match of, you know, AJ versus, I don't think I was mad when they were talking about AJ versus HBK two years ago. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't have felt no betrayed. So it's it's the fact that he's coming back after like a perfect kind of wrestling ending stipulation. They followed it. They they stuck with it, and 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 then it's like you're going to sully sully that for for this. But I certainly agree with you. You know, get get your check, and he's getting taken care of. Absolutely, I think he's flying over to goddamn uh, Saudi Arabia on the on the cheap. No, um, so I. I you know, I, I'm as a human being with a, well, not with a family for me, but with a family and the responsibilities. I get like why you would do it, but but it is a, a bit of a, uh, a wrestling like a kayfabe betrayal. Like it's not for real. Don't hurt for real, for real. But you know, it it does. It's like God damn it, that was that was fine. You didn't need to do it. And then again, for for nothing, in my opinion, it's just such a bullshit reason to come back, match to come back for. I could- I don't know, man. If I like not them specifically because reasons, but like you know, if if I said I was never going, um, like I'm never going back to the strip club, honey. Yeah. Never going back. I'm not a strip club guy. I'm never going back to the strip club, honey. Well, if you come tonight, we'll pay your rent for a year. I'm gonna be right back in the strip club. Right. Then you know when the check clears, like we can talk. We can be mad at me afterwards. Yeah. Um, forgiveness. Yeah. It's the forgiveness per- permission thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, and we're wrestling fans. Michael's is like, he's our most forgetful. <laughs> I did all. I did the wrestling fans dirty as fuck. <laughs> wouldn't drop titles. Wouldn't do jobs. You know, and they 
forgetting I'm very much the greatest in, a, yeah. in a lot of their eyes. Michael, so, yeah. Shawn Michaels rebrand, like you know, I I I'm one of those people who without the Jesus, um, if he was just Shawn Michaels regular HBK without the religious overtones, it would be like I'm, they would still forgive yeah. him wholly. If you if you tell me like you know, I found God. Like it's, it's not. It's certainly not for me to question that. Um, like I don't even really turn a side eye to it. If that's how you rock, and that's how you rock. But I don't. I I don't expect you to go away. <laughs> I never expect you to totally leave. Like because I I don't think that's how. I think we're, we're still who we are as people. Um, and again, like I'm not mad at that man for getting his. Like, but you know, um, I I also don't think. See, here here's the thing though, Travis. Because I don't have that strong constitution to Shawn Michaels, I'm yeah. not the Shawn Michaels fan who asks him why. You know what I mean? Um, but I do think that that fan exists, and I think it's their right to ask him why, and I understand why they would feel owed a response. Um, I feel like I said that exactly the way I meant to say it. Because <laughs> Shawn Michaels might be like, forget y'all. <laughs> Get yeah. bread, baby. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I understand... Um, that people have, I understand people have heroes. Like I, I really do get that, um, and they expect certain things from them. So, you know, we'll see I, how that works. I out. will say, in a way, it's worse, and in a way, it's more forgive. In a way, it's uh, more forgivable, and in a way, it's uh, less forgivable. Like the flair comeback because of how he went out. The, again, the angle around it, the retirement. And then the pomp and circumstance and the emotional stuff, the, the night of, and then the night, especially the raw after. And then, again, in my estimation, to, to sully that by going to TNA and falling in a fucking hole, you know. But, geez, well, we knew he right. But like, Ric Flair you know, really like, fucking could have used that check. And, it's, and, it's, and, yeah. and, and, you know, that kind of thing. It sucks that I got to frame things or think about, like, well, this guy certainly could use it. I don't think he was good with his money in the 90s and the 2000s. You know, and, but... You know, again, it's some uh, again, only, it's so, somewhat more forgivable because it's like he probably really need got paid for that. Well, of course, yeah. The only retirement in the moment that I thought was like I was like this is a trash retirement was yeah. Carson Palmer when he retired from the Bengals and came back to the Cardinals. But you're also in demand, and somebody's willing to pay you to be there. So I did it. Like I get it. Like. 32 years old. For the Bengals or like upset with for the Bengals' sake or just the whole no, situation? Upset. Just the situation. Like, yeah, yeah, I was okay. the mindset at that point that, like, you're just going to quit just so you can go play somewhere else. But you know what? You should absolutely quit to go play somewhere else because they'll cut you and yeah. make you try to find a job somewhere else. But that's, it's different. Um, but yeah. Um, finally, let's get to this last one here. Um, who in the hell attacked Aleister Black? Um, it's an even 20% split for both Champa and Velveteen Dream. 22% was other, and we'll talk about the other in a second, but 38% feel like it was uh, Johnny Gargano. And to me, that is the most obvious choice. Um, and I think that's a good story to tell there if it's him, but it's a good story either way. Um, was, the best other, other, was the best other that, that was sent in Lars? And the reason in the, that no, no, because Courtney Summers, I'm sure you're a fantastic person, 
don't don't give me end of story with a wrestling angle. Matter of fact, don't give me end of story with anything you didn't write. Because it's not. Like, it makes sense, but don't don't, don't end of story me. This is who it was, what? absolutely, no doubt. Oh, no. okay, I didn't understand. Like, what is end of story? Okay, yeah, I didn't... Don't, don't hit me with the end of story. Because if it's not, then what? Yeah. Like, yeah, right, but... I mean, it makes sense, but it's almost so obvious. It, it is going to tell you about how NXT tells stories, though. Because are they going to go with something that makes sense, or is it going to come out of left field? Because if it was Vince, I, I might not watch NXT for a few weeks. Um, but Craig said, it's a riddle. How cute, Craig. Um, referencing Matt Riddle. Um, that's mm. an interesting story. My man Chris Rucker said, Rikishi. He's always so difficult. Um... <laughs> Jeff posted the screenshot of uh, Ricochet getting in the car when he was asked, and Ricochet's doing the light skin squint. And so I think it was Ricochet based on the light skin squint. It's a squint. Um, it's a light skin squint. Um, I've seen you do it in every picture you've ever taken. It's a light <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> with, why you why you squint in pictures with glasses on? How that works? Uh, <laughs> But uh, okay. so, um, our man, uh, the Abyss of Woe said, "Who's the first person to go after Champa when he took out Johnny Cassius Ono? Candace got Ono to do the same to Alistair after the Black Mass, and they convinced Kyrie Sane to give them an alibi. That's a lot, but he's not the only person to say it was Candace. Um, but, hmm. and my man Will said." It was Candace because she's leaving Gargano for Champa. I'm like, oh, that's a bit much. Oh, I don't think, I don't think he's gonna do that. It's a bit much. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Johnny would definitely be out of there. Um. So, so yeah. Um. But people seem to think Gargano's the uh, the answer there. And I, I, for things making sense, I, I do tend to agree. I think if it was Lars Sullivan, he just would have came out and said it the last few weeks. He'd have been like, no, nah, this is what I'm on. Nah, that's a good point. Like, why would he, st- he, that guy, stay silent? He'd wear it like a badge. Exactly. All right. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, participate in the next poll, which should be up uh, probably sometime next uh, next Monday or Tuesday. So look for it on the on the at East Coast Cast Twitter. Let's um, jump into some conversation. You can call us at 347-202-0103. Get in line. Let's open up with a uh, non-VIP email. Start things off with Jabron out of Vegas. He asks, what up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week. Why doesn't 205 Live get more promotion?" I feel like it's grown since they started this division and have been putting out a really good product. And people that don't normally watch 205 are missing are missing out on some good matches. Also, do you believe that, that 205 will ever have their own pay-per-view? Yeah, no. I'm going to answer that last part first. And hell no. A that lot would, would have to happen. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this point in time and in the near future, like on the horizon, it would... It, <laughs> Yeah, they have to um, like. They'd have to have. I don't know. Uh, Ray Mysterio, like Ray Mysterio would, have to, like, would have to challenge. Yeah, the title. Get, 
get um, 17-year-old they knees have to, again. Yeah, they'd have to, exactly. They'd have to introduce cruiserweight tag titles and have the Young Bucks as the number one contenders. Um, promotion versus promotion match between uh, Sid Alexander and Neville, wherever Neville is. They'd sign him for a day. Like, a lot of things would have to happen for them to get their own special. Um, there's just not the demand for it right now. Um, it, it, like, yeah, you got to get – somebody would really have to catch fire. And the thing is, if if you have Twitter, you've seen all these crazy things, these super athletic matches between some combination of Ted Alexander, Buddy Murphy, and Mustafa Ali. Like, you've seen these things, and that has not drummed up interest in what they do. So, oh, boy, like a, a lot would have to happen. And those guys, yeah – absolutely good. They absolutely are working their butts off, but yeah, it would... Something special would have to happen. You'd have to, you'd have to get Rey Mysterio in the time machine. I, I don't know how else to really to really sell it. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're dead on, Travis. And the first part, why doesn't... Why don't they get more promotion? I mean, they just moved I to think space. they it's tried. They, you know, they did. I mean, unfortunately, the promotion came... Um, when the product was at its at its corniest, you know, when you had Alicia Fox and said Alexander doing that nonsense and Om Dar, that's when they were like crossing over with Raw and showing commercials and stuff on every Raw and SmackDown, and the show was trash. Certainly not as good as it is now, especially well in the ring. It's always been high quality. It's just at a at a higher level somehow uh, these days. Um. They've got some basic, this fake sports entertainment bullshit that they were trying to do, you know, the first six months a year that the thing was around. Um, so it's just it's just timing, bad timing. They 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 uh, they're good now and they're flying under the radar. And um, I'm sure Cedric Alexander and those people want to be you know featured and be on commercials and be a part of why people watch or, or get the network and have some kind of but, you know, unfortunately, that's just not how it worked out. Yeah. But thanks for the email, Jabron. Appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's talk to somebody. Chat room is open, by the way. If you are so inclined. Let's uh, open things up. Let's go to D.C. And uh, bring on, I think this is Willis. Start things off with Willis. What's, Willis, what's happening? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Long time no here from. Yes, sir. Nothing going on too much on on this end of the world. I beat Spider Man the other week. Well, damn. End up finishing that. Finish that game. Is it it everything you hoped and dreamed of? It was. It was like playing Spider Man Two for the PlayStation Two all over again. So I was very happy. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so Oh yeah, Cam, you um, can't partake because you have a uh, subpar uh, system. Too bad. I'll come be I'll beat you up and take yours. And then I <laughs> can't even rent it. <laughs> Play with it. Um No, no, I I really can't and I'm 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 not to the point where I'm jealous because I feel like I don't yeah. sit down long enough to do that. However, um yeah, this you know, this WWE is about to drop and I gotta put all the titles on Velveteen, so <laughs> Yeah. That'll, that'll occupy my time for a while. Yeah. Is he on I, the game? 
He is he is in the game. Yes, he's in he's an eighty okay. overall. He's in the game, which is I'm which just is waiting for Black Friday. I'm just waiting for Black Friday to get it because by the time they come on, by the time Black Friday come around, it'd be about half price. But now yeah, they'll always have right. Like a, Okay, um, Every time, or if um, you if you if you're really thrifty, Willis, if you can if you can stand the rain, you wait till WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> you get you get the the, the every uh, DLC that they have for thirty dollars. Yeah. Right, and so I just bought like a stack of um twenty PlayStation three and Xbox and Wii games from the thrift store for about two dollars and ninety nine cents, and some of them are brand new in the box. You're not gonna leave in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Will is the perfect guy to get that that what was that the system that we saw at, at Comic Con? With all the damn every damn uh, in, in, uh, Super Nintendo game and fucking Sega C D, all kinds of shit. Yeah, my man's had the system. yeah, the thirty two X games all in the system. Yeah. Um yeah, he was doing his thing. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm interested in, I'm gonna be. I probably get up with my crazy asses. I don't have nothing to do. I probably get up and watch the um super show when it come on on Saturday mm. morning. So you would go to bed early Friday night to make sure you know you were you know comfortable getting no, watching it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, because mo- some most Saturdays, most of the time, I get up early anyway, just because man, I don't know. Yeah, four five a.m. five. Five, Sometimes it, I get up to pee and then can't get back to sleep. So yeah, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, said that's the you you about to hit your mid forties. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> yep. So man, but yeah, what the hell is going on on Raw, man? The only highlight I the last night. Play. I mean Monday night. Yeah, speak, was, speak on it, man. Thing. Let us know. The only highlight to me was the Elias stuff. That was about it. That was the only the only exciting thing to, on the whole show to me. And explain uh, explain what happened in that segment. He he got booed for like five or six minutes straight because he had said about the um, Seattle Supersonics leaving um, Seattle, mm-hmm. and the fan, fans got pissed. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's a that's a sensitive subject. You really gotta like, whew, you gotta. Yeah, so I, I we have story on the show. Like, we I was a senior when Kevin Durant was a freshman, and so like I'm there while you know he wins Player of the Year, and there's billboards up about who to draft first. So as a Sonic Tim fan, and Odin? like. Ogden? Yeah, yeah, him and Greg Ogden. The Sonic fan, you get the guy, then the team leaves, and then, you know, they have all this success as OKC, like they're like the hottest young team in basketball, they get to the finals. But then, even if you, like, can root for OKC, then they lose him, they lose Ibaka. Like, it's not the team that you had. It's, It's a lot. And so... Like they're and as a team that really like genuinely cares about their as a city that cares about their teams, you know, care about the Mariners, they love the Seahawks to death, like and they nobody's ever given them a good reason why they don't have basketball. Like yeah, yeah. It was a great idea for Heat. Now you know what not to say when you go back up there. <laughs> All right. 
So, yeah, and the whole shit with the damn shield and Ron and and, and, and um, Dolph and, and Drew, all of them looking at each other like they want to turn on each other and shit. Either do it on one side or do it on the other. Don't do it on both sides. Don't do the same story on both sides of the street. It's just, it's just like ass backwards. They, it seems like they could can't do the same, two different storylines for two different groups. They just doing the same storyline on both sides. Ron talk about Dolph being a, a weak link and Drew looking side eye and Dolph, and then you got. Dean on the other side talking, telling both Seth and Roman, nigga, I, if I wanted to, I could take either one of your damn titles and, and, Real? and skip. So, um, it's just, uh, I I don't care who wins that tag match, that six-man tag joint, because it's like, uh, who cares? I, I'm more interested in fucking, um, Cena and Lashley and um, Dan Kevin Owens and um, Elias. I want to see how John Cena reacts with Bobby Lashley. That's what seems a little bit more interesting, interesting to me. Team. Yeah, is is like do you feel like Leo Rush is going to be there with him as well? So I'm sure he's going to add to the things that they do or don't do. Like it's um that that's probably the most interesting match because it does seem kind of thrown together. Like like. Travis said, we haven't seen, like, this new physique Cena. You wonder if, with different training, he's going to do different moves or attempt them, like, you know, and you know how good KO is, and Elias almost never wrestles, um, especially not for an extended period of time, so could be great, could be a mess, like, but I'm, that, that is a, a very interesting match. And we already know that the CEO, I mean, um, the New Day and the Ball is just going to, yeah, you, know, good you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to, you don't have to never worry about them in a damn match. So it just seems like it's just a lot of damn team matches on this joint. They yeah, call they team. got a, a lot. Yeah, just the tag matches the alone. Team showdown. At one pole. Super one team pole. showdown. <laughs> the one pole uh-huh. we have four tag matches. Like holy crap! I mean, two or six men, uh-huh. I think. Or one's a six six one. Yeah. Still. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's all the stuff on SmackDown just seems more interesting because it's just been building up and building up for months and weeks and shit. Randy Orton acting just as nasty as he want to be, so I'm glad to see that because that just perfectly fits his character right now, just doing stalking okay. shit and, and torturing. But can people. we talk about how how ridiculous? Everything after he put Ty's finger in the uh, in the turnbuckle bolt, uh, everything after that was because the ref Mike Kyoto was like he didn't give a fuck, right? Like, hey, come on, Randy, hey man, let's come on, hey, hey, don't do that. But like I told Wade last night, hey, it's not Mike Kyoto's finger, and maybe he didn't want to grab Randy because he thought he'd do more harm than good. But Ty Dillinger certainly had a left hand. Right, Ty Dillinger certainly had a clear shot to repeatedly punch Randy Orton in the face with said left hand. Ty Dillinger had a, has a mouth that has teeth in it, and his mouth was right near his and Orton's hand, you know, and he's just crying and drooling onto it instead of biting the motherfucker. Like, this guy's about to break your finger, and all you can do is like, ooh, ah, I'm hurt, ooh, ooh. 
It was absurd. Like the intensity of the fire, I liked it. I like how he even got tie into it, how he was kind of knocked out from the DDT still. Uh, so to, to allow Orton all that time to like get his finger and put it in the thing. Uh, but once he came to, once he started wrenching his finger in that thing, you gotta have just murdered that guy with your left hand or bite the shit out of him. It was it was unbelievable. I just was taken out of it uh, as soon as he started pulling. Well, counterpoint to that. Willis, really quick. Counterpoint it. Only thing I heard mm-hmm. Travis you say Ty Dillinger has a mouth, and you know <laughs> you and I can talk about that later. But go ahead, Willis. Uh, I'm gonna counterpoint Pretty. that. It's the same reason why Thor didn't hit cut. Thanos' head off instead of going for his damn chest. Because the fucking your body is, is three times, four, five times bigger. It's a, it's ridiculous. Same white reason you should shoot people in the chest and not try to go for a headshot because you have a greater chance of doing damage. It just happened to work in that stupid uh, little, you know, that was just an out. Which was cool. I'm not, have you seen I'm not mad at it. But that, but the idea that you don't go for somebody's neck and you go for, oh, you only stabbed them in the heart as if because the heart is historically not a weak spot. It, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I just your example. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just that, that's just the way the story was told. Even though yeah. we can't, some people don't agree with it. But I uh, like that rationale. Yeah. Just the way the story was told, man. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's so interesting. Like Randy Orton's clearly, you know, playing himself. Um, Carmella is super, super athletic over baby face right now. <laughs> and like, that's, that's, that shit is just it's, wow. It's crazy. Uh, but people, I mean, I, I think that something that we don't talk about with WWE is fans want to like everybody. I think. Like, they want to no. like everybody. They don't no. like everybody. Well, Willis, fans, not you. But no, I think inherently, like, they want to cheer for people, and it's not until they're told who not to cheer for that they make that decision. Most times. Like, do, and I've never asked either of you this, um, and I was, you know, this was 1999, so I was like, what, 14, 13, depending on exactly mm-hmm. when it was. But, like, do you think that the original intention was to boo Kurt Angle? Like, is that no. supposed to happen? No, I think... Yeah, I, I, I think they thought... Wait, it depends, because when he... When he... Because there were, like, two... He debuted, and then he, like, re-debuted, like, firmed up. Like, there was an unassuredness his first time out, which I think goes to your point. Like, they wanted this guy to be a babyface. It was like the Honky Talk mm-hmm. Man thing. Like, they wanted this guy to be a babyface, and the crowd took one look at him, took, took one listen, and was like, hell no. You know, and then they rightfully uh, uh, corrected course, like, immediately, and, and, and away we went, and, you know, money was made, and, and, and legends were made, and all that kind of stuff. But initially, no, it was, it was clear they, they wanted him to be an all-American uh, uh, hero, which was like... Yeah. Do you not know it's 1999 and that's not a thing right now? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think they want to like people. Um, It's just like you got to put them in the right space for them to be liked. And I think that with Carmella, they needed to put her – everybody likes R-Truth. Like he's just a likable guy. 
And I think you put her in, in a situation where she's not berating him but going along with what he's doing, and she's likable. And it helps that they had her do different athletic things in the ring, like that submission move that she put on uh, on Zelina Vega. It's not, look, it's not new. Carmella, we just haven't well, yeah. seen it in a little while. She hasn't yeah. been wrestled as a baby face. Exactly, yeah. And she just, like, she's not the most athletic person, but she has an athletic build. So when she does things that look athletic, it looks really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, like, her her resurgence as a baby face, like, they can put Carmella on Raw if they need to or keep her where she is, and that, and that can work for a while. Like, yeah, salute to her. I got a question. What happens yeah. when you got somebody that was clearly for about three or four months getting teared like he was the next big thing, and all of a sudden, because the person you want to cheer, Vince wants them to cheer for, that nobody else wants to cheer for, and you turn it around and turn them a heel, but the fans are still cheering, get these hands every time he gets a hold of Roman, and you got the shield, Dean Ambrose and, and Seth Rollins, they always get cheered. But as soon as Shocked. Baby this Boy picks up the phone. Yeah. I'm flabbergasted. Really quick, and Willis, I'm going to let you keep going. I'm, I'm switching phones, Travis, so if you want to put me on. Okay. okay. No, no, as soon as he picks up the mic, he get booed. So it's just, I don't know. And even Roman sometimes be laughing about this shit because he even knows to see his ass backwards at times, that should be making me laugh. I mean, it's not the best. I mean, you you know, you have a way of being over the top, but it's rooted in, you know, rooted in something for sure. It, it, it's, it's, just so, it's just so damn funny every time. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing that's going to happen like they did with Becky Lynch. They thought if they turned Becky heel against Charlotte, everybody was going to start booing Becky, but it was the other way around. As soon as Dean turns on the shield, what's going to happen is when he fights Seth, they're going to be booing the hell out of um, Dean. But when anytime he gets to the ring with Roman and beats the shit out of him, all the fans are going to go crazy and start chanting for Dean. So it's just going to be some ass backwards-looking shit when that joint happens. I know they've done it before, but why isn't Dean on SmackDown? Like, there's just... Like, he's a top-tier guy. Like, he really is a top-tier guy. He's the champ over there, you know, with AJ and Cena. He looks better than he's ever looked. Um, Both in, like physical shape, but also like just his presentation as a whole, his, yeah, his, like his physicality matches his build now. And that's for me, like that's a big do the shield thing. Like you can treat those guys like they're above it all. Like you already treat them. And when they need they to get just, together, they can. Like they, they just in service for one reason and one reason only keep Roman from getting booed. That's the only reason why they brought them back. They basically using, basically for real, using Seth and being as a shield for Roman. That's all it's about. That's all it's about, and it's getting so transparent now that 
it's actually affecting the ratings on on Raw. And I don't care if people say, well, it's football season, and and that. They've been, WWE been dealing with Monday Night I mean, Football since 1993. So they already know the deal. At one point, they were actually beating Monday Night Football in the ratings, so. Hmm. <laughs> no, they weren't. Yeah, at one point, they were. Go back. Go back. There is actually proof that at some point in time, they were actually beating. You can't add Nitro and Raw together and say they had, you know, 10, 11 million viewers and, you know, some low-rating Monday night game that only gets 8, 9 million viewers that week and say, you know, I mean. It was a a down period where football wasn't doing all that great at one point. No, I I um, get it, but football not doing great. It's still millions and millions of people watching football every Monday. But, yeah, you, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't have the numbers in front of me. You sound confident. And uh, so I'll, you know, okay. I'll, I'll defer that. Because that, I do know at one time it was super close. I mean, bars were watching uh, bars were watching Raw and Nitro in the late 90s and early 2000s. And they certainly weren't, you know, over, over football sometimes. So, like, you're not, like, Ridiculous! I don't want to admit, but I just have a hard time believing the numbers, raw hard numbers, uh, hold true to that. But that's all. So, um, yeah, all right, man. But yeah, Yeah. all right. See you. Talk to you, man. Uh, Cam dropped off for a bit. Assuming he'll jump back on anytime now or soon. Let's hope. Um, Amy almost stood him back up. I'm watching uh, 205 Live, and uh, Gallagher and Gulak just turned on on um, on Spanky on Brian Kendrick. They were young; they've been a faction for a few months. Uh, you know, I didn't know that. Crazy. All right, let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Uh, Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three gets gets you in line. Let's uh, let's head out to uh, head out to Long Island. Let's talk to Will. Will, what's going on? What up? Not much, man. What's going on, brother? Not too much. Think uh, Cam no, saw your tweet and uh, and bailed and was like, "Nah, I'm out of here." Yeah, I, I kind of figured that. After all this merch I bought, all these stickers I bought, you want to leave me high and dry, man? What's going on, man? Uh, not too much. What's uh, what's on your mind? I think he just dropped off. Yeah. Didn't say, you know, hopefully, hopefully you'll be back for my sake. But yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I I not I, I didn't get home just yet um, to, to check two hundred five live. But my my point was going to be. It's kind of funny that with this whole tag team resurgence, all that kind of stuff, how many person factions WWE got right now? You know, I mean, they just dropped one, but I mean, there's like, there was two on 205 Live before tonight. You know, you got the whole, the Shield, you got Braun, Drew, and, and McIntyre, you got Baron Corbin right, aligned himself with AOP. You know, I mean, it's like, it's, what's going on with all these uh, multi people, you know, factions going on? You know, it's, it's it seems who's, like we're trying to get everybody. Who's the other three? Who's the other three? Some on two hundred five live besides 
Gallagher. The, the Lucha the, House Party? Oh, see, yeah, I don't know who those are. Yeah, the Lucha House Party, you know, with Kalisto and Grand Mental Week and uh, I forgot the other dude's name. Um, uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, this is a whole lot of uh, three-person teams. You know, factions running around here. I guess they trying to make sure everybody get a check somehow, you know. Ah, welcome back, Cameron. Hi, guys. Hey, Cam. I'm doing quite well, brother. I guess I, I'll, I'll uh, throw away that Amazon box with the uh, the reshipping label on it. So I'll keep <laughs> all the merch that I bought from you, you know, so you're good this My time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, Quick thing, um, I was thinking about just kind of go back on what I was, what I, what I tweeted out earlier with Candace and everything. The the only reason I kind of said Candace uh, would be the one to do it, well, the main reason is how Candace was kind of getting like put in the middle of this whole thing with Gargano. You know, you she didn't want him to, to to go after Champa, and he defied her there. You know, she brought the crutch to use. You know, what kind of gave him that look like if you're gonna do it, might as well use this crutch. You know, mm-hmm. yep. Gargano knocks over Candace, so Candace can feel like you know, I'm tired of being abused for this dude. Let me <laughs> let me go ahead and leave for 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 the Black Heart. You know, maybe he he can love me the way that uh that Gargano can't. You know. <laughs> oh my god! I just I don't think that's a terrible idea. I just think it's it would it's it would be a terrible idea today. I don't think there it's been right. uh, enough of that. Like you're doing a lot to to. Uh, it's not a, it's not, it doesn't take much, but you're still uh, adding layers that they haven't, um, that they haven't. It's not a, a huge leap to take, but you would just need more months of establishing uh, 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 Candace and, and Johnny's relationship one way or the other to take it in a dire- in a certain direction. Like NXT isn't, you know, isn't the place to put a team together with the intentions of breaking them up in, in six weeks for, for a whole different, you know, I mean, if it serves its purpose, I'm sure they would, but typically, you know, that's, that's not what, what they do. It, it just feels like Raven, Tommy dreamer, you know, that their whole feud feels like that to me. Like there's some kind of, you know, it, the way they brought them in together, the way they brought them, I mean, the video packages alone make you feel like, yo, this goes deep. And then, but some that, that last little betrayal, that last little knife in the back to Johnny, just like, you know, to bring him over to the dark side, that like he goes, you know, challenging Lars every week and gets his butt kicked, you know, that would be kind of funny to me. But, you know, that's that's the main reason why I say Candace. Yeah. But who would be her, if it's not Johnny, who, who actually did the, I mean, unless we were to try to believe Candace uh, without a, 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 a blunt object knocked out uh, Alistair Black. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. He's got to be somebody's. Uh, right. De- definitely. She gave uh, Kona Reeves $75 to buy more fake gold. Look, look, I bought this uh, gold chain and, and medallion um, off of Facebook. And it was like, hey, do you want a free chain? All you got to do is pay for the shipping. I was like, how bad could it be? I wore that bitch for one, <laughs> one day. <laughs> that shit was dull and brown and green. Like, oh, I ain't fucking putting that. I don't want this shit leaching into my neck skin. So I just hung it up somewhere. Like, <laughs> like all right, 10 bucks I yeah. wasted, but whatever. 
Who and who was Chang, that lady Chang they hired to your soul? Who was the lady they hired to do what? Who was the lady they hired to comb Conoree's hair the whole time while he just sit there for his photo? Yeah, sure wasn't I mean, that was, right? She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> doing his hair. She was combing it straight down. Like <laughs> the idea of Conoree having a glam team is hilarious. It's like three people came up with this. Like, nah. They like. I don't know if the gimmick is that, like, he's clearly on a budget, but, like, if that's not what they're going for, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he, he's one step Falling away on from coming out to Macklemore's, Macklemore's Thrift Shop song. He's one step away from yeah. that. Like, it's all honesty. Definitely, yeah. Like, yeah, that fits from the back of DJ Max. Every, every mm. He got the irregular uh, joint where the buttons and the buttonholes don't line up. Right? Exactly. Like, you got that yeah. Gordon Gartrell. You got like, that Gordon Gartrell. Once we got like a yellow cuff on a white shirt, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Now definitely got a, uh, the cashmere sweater that George tried to give to the maid. Oh shit! What's this red dot? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, I I think that it would be. I still think Gargano makes the most sense. Um, Candice getting somebody to do it for Johnny, I think would be interesting. Like, you know, Rock or Rikishi doing it for Rock, but Rock not knowing anything about yeah. it. Um, yeah, there's some there's some stories to tell there. Um, then that could be the Bill catalyst. That, that could be the. The, the the vehicle to stretch out to like make Johnny you know make Johnny and Candace's relationship deeper and you know she does this for him he's like what you th- can't don't think I can fight my own battles and she's just like no um I sometimes honey I don't I don't think you can yeah so but again that would turn I mean there's already so many people that just hate that them as a couple like soon as she showed up they started hating Johnny Gargano. Like they start booing him. Uh, Dre hates Johnny, and when he when when Candace shows up by his side, he just sees red. So um, that's something that I think you really have to. Uh, I'm looking at you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just irrational hatred. Like, what's wrong with you? This woman didn't do anything <laughs> to you. I don't even like Candace Lerner. I think she's corny and tiny and not very credible in the ring. But like. The, the way, like, some guy's just like, ah, she's nothing and invaluable. Like, something's wrong with you. One last thing before I get up out of here. Can we please yeah. talk about how good Nikki Cross and Bianca uh, Belair are? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, 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 those two, Nikki Cross is my favorite. Every time she comes on my screen, I'm laughing. I'm giggling to myself. Like, I just love her. This, 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 she's nuts. And then, but Bianca is just so, like, to be so green, but to be so athletic and to show up your athleticism the way she does, and you can just see, like, she is uh, – how do I say this? She is, like, the newer version of how um, Naomi was when we first saw her. Like, people knew Naomi well, was, was athletic. Right. But Bianca, Except like, she's, she like, a, with the I don't want to say a real athlete, but she's a real athlete. Like, she's got the right. – she doesn't have just dance. Like, that's a, certainly an athletic thing, but – when you're a track star and a basketball star and a volleyball star, that's just a right. different level of transitioning to trying to be a pro wrestler, which is the reason she's so much better. So, 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 so much sooner. Right. 
I tell you what, but Naomi was just when she would do those jumps and, and and stuff when they would just feature her and like they used to do Kofi when they would feature her just in the one two spots per 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 six man or something. You kind of knew like, oh shit, she she can be certainly really good, but I just don't right. think she's ever put it together or will. It's just I think she's better than Alicia Fox, but she'll be here ten years from now or eight years from now, and we'll be like. Yeah, man, she should, you know, she she really, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, what impressed me the most, um, and, like, again, the stuff she can do in the ring is crazy. Watching her, like, deadlift people into a military press is crazy. But, like you said, uh, Will, her and Nikki Cross, the way that she responds to the things that Nikki Cross does in the ring, like, her actual visual reaction to what Nikki Cross yes. does, is so impressive to me for somebody so new at what they're doing. Like, the way she plays off of her opponent, I think, is as impressive or more impressive than any actual move or feat that she does. Because right, right. Like, there are a lot of people like Steve Blackman and Jerry Flynn and, you know, throw out whoever else you got. They've always had athletes in WWE, WWF. The biggest difference, like, they can't have a match with people where it looks like a competition. You know, they're just right. doing their moves. But with her, right. like, she's actually playing off of the other person's character, and it's so impressive. I, I mean, she, the way she emotes in the ring, like, the attitude she gives to the referee, like, don't touch me. The the little sly things she says in the backstage comments of like mm-hmm. you know, like just you you, you can she just real. tell she knows who she is yeah she definitely definitely and like you just know she has that kind of fire in her normal athletic you know uh, days in, 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 in competition and she just brought that over like listen I'm better than you you can try it but I'm still going to show you I'm better than you and if you try to get in my way I'm gonna run you over look back at you and tell you I'm better than you like she is yeah. the epitome of the Allen Iverson yeah. step over Tyron Lue. You know, situation. Like yeah. she, she looks like it. I, I could imagine hers and Montez's relationship, and she's the one that, and he's the one that's got to like leave the, leave the living room and go into the bedroom to watch, do something else because she won't shut the fuck up about wrestling or a promo she's thinking about or a new, uh, a new. Uh, can I get another EST? Can I be the big S, strong S? Is there another S I can be? And he's probably just like. I just, you know, can we can we not talk about work all the time? And it's probably just so enjoy. She seems like she really enjoys like learning about wrestling, and that's the limited, you know, limited stuff we see from her on TV. And I follow her on Instagram and stuff. But it seems like she gets it more than just uh, she gets it in that Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon kind of way of riding five hours to the next town, and and all y'all talking about is strategy and wrestling and gimmicks mm-hmm. and how to get over. She seems like that type of person. Huh? And date nights at Dave and Buster's must must be crazy. They going through oh, so yeah. many coins and tokens. All the tickets. All the tickets. <laughs> All right, fellas. Y'all have a good one. Y'all enjoy the rest of the evening, and I'm gonna sit back and listen, y'all. Y'all be good. Who will appreciate right, it? Man. I'm sure I'm gonna duck off. Uh, as will ducks off too. Have a great rest of the show, sir. Talk to you, man. All right, man. And that was Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire. Let's uh, reset things here. This is the East Coast cast. 
for the Pro Wrestling Torch. It's October 3rd. It's Wednesday. It's 2018. I'm Travis Bryant. That was Cameron Hawkins. Hit the Constellation lines if you want to get in line and talk to me. 347-202-0103. Let's uh, do another non-VIP email. JC chimes in. He says, JC here. So, Trav, if I were a writer for Raw... If you, sorry, if you were a writer for Raw, how would you book the show so ratings would actually go up? Um, so the thing is, you can't, or at least I don't think you should, like if I was like a, if there was a, you know, a restructuring and they said, where Travis, we want to hire you as the main create, you know, head of creative, or you know, Vince is, or Stephanie or somebody, you no, know, but the top creative, you know, top writer. You'll have a staff of, you know, however many five, six people under you, whatever, whatever, whatever. and bring in, you know, a, a person or two if you, whatever. I would, I couldn't, I wouldn't say, okay, this is how we start changing things next week, because that's really not. Um, that's not that's not really a ta- uh, that's not a tenable thing that could be done. You can't. Oh, you can hot shot certainly. I I, I could be like, hey, can we get the, can we get the Rock versus Undertaker next week? You know, and that'll do pops and fuck. You know, but that that would be stupid, right? Um. So I would be thinking for a quarter from now, because like like. Being, you know, still relatively new to comics, you know, I've been through a handful of events. I've seen, you know, a few writers come and go on a title or two that I'm that I'm reading. Um, same thing with soap operas. You know, I watched Days of Our Lives for ten years. Uh, they changed writing staffs like every nine, eighteen months. So. It's you. It's really not best, in my opinion, to come in and do the the Vince Russo thing or the this blow everything up, right? Reset. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm going to read what the last guy writer did or watch the and, and try to and as I transition into into my stuff. If you had a football team, if you're hired as an offensive coordinator or head coach, you can you can only clean house. To a certain extent, you're not going to have 53 and new players on your team. You know, you get hired in the offseason game, you know, game one, you're not going to have 53 entire new people, 45, whatever the damn rosters are. So it's or, or I think colleges would be work better, like as far as like recruiting. I want to get through, you know, I need three years so I can start winning with my guys in my system. So it's that kind of thing. Like I, I wouldn't just come in and blow shit up, um, but I would uh, again. I would just work for, especially now it's November, uh, October. I'd be like, well, it, we're, we're, you know, we're gonna focus on being fresh. You know, come WrestleMania se- or Royal Rumble season, that'll be my 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 start. But I got to get through. I got to. Tie shit up that tie loose ends up that the last writer and the last staff and the last angles and all that stuff. I'm gonna drop storylines, do that kind of stuff. It's, that's that's not good either. 
Um, so, oh, but how I would book the show? I mean, it's just I, mean, I couldn't sit here and I don't have I don't I haven't done it, so I don't have a philosophy. I guess I'd have like a I'd have like a a, a modern, less staunch asshole version of like Jim Cornette's kind of philosophy of pro wrestling. You know, treat it like a – and really, you know, like sort of like how Triple H, you know, NXT, treat it like a sport. Limit the limit the, the fuckery. But unlike Jim Cornette, I'm not going to be like, that's no place. You know, I'm making you a damn pledge of allegiance that says no dick spots and no inflatable dolls. Like, well, maybe I want a dick spot one day. Maybe I want an inflatable doll. Maybe – who knows the context of, you know, my, so I'm not going to, you know, uh, corner myself. Uh, everything's on the table, but I'm smart enough. I'd be, I think I'd be smart enough not to do just stupid nonsense, but yeah, emphasize the sporting aspect of it and limit the, 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 the shenanigans and nonsense. Um, hide people's weaknesses. Guys can't cut promos. Like I was talking about with Wade last night, like Sheldon Benjamin should never talk, be talking for more than 30 seconds at a time. Right. Which means inset promos or interviewer doing 15 to 45 seconds of a backstage, um, this is the, you know, kind of thing. And he's boom, quick in and out. But, you know, Sheldon Benjamin shouldn't be going on for two and three minutes. So, and he, and he wrestles good. So have him in good matches and longer matches and limit his uh, exposure on the mic. So that kind of stuff, common sense kind of shit. So uh, moving along. Also, what do you think of this Aiden English run now? Well, you know, I mean, I'm glad Aiden's on TV and in a prominent spot and getting a a real storyline behind him, not him and a guy or him and a woman. Um, But it's not very good. It's kind of stupid. It makes Rusev look like a total dickhead. So. uh, And last but not least, is it me or does it feel like Becky is still treated as a babyface? No, it's not you. Her promo last night on SmackDown felt like a babyface promo. Thanks for the great content uh, as I work to recover from ligaments and bruised ribs and back injuries from this car accident. Stay blessed. Same to you, JC. Feel better, man. Um, yeah, Becky's a babyface. It's certainly in the crowd's, in the crowd's eyes and in, in the multiple live audience eyes that we've seen over the last six weeks. Not even close. Right. Um, oh, Willis and Darrell going back and forth on Twitter. Damn, Ant Man and Wasp is on uh, on Blu-ray already, or or digital. Fuck, I just saw it. All right, let's. Uh, Um. Yep, that is true. He did lie about that. He sure did. Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Sorry, everybody. With the with the with the dead air. Um. Okay. Let's uh. 
move back to the phone calls and talk to let's go to let's go to let's go to Brooklyn. Talk to Mike. Mike, what's happening? What up? Not too bad, man. Um, can barely hear you though. Nope, just heard some rustling, and but it's, but you're still pretty low. How about now? There you go. All right, what's, what's going on, Try. How are you? Not too much. What's uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, this was a trashy fucking week of, of you know WWE TV. Very garbage, and like I'm in a hundred percent agreement with Will. Like I told you, and like I said, and like we've been saying over the course of the past couple weeks, dude is killing the shield. By this time next year, the shield ain't gonna mean shit. Quote unquote, in the annals of WWE you know, groups and factions and shit like that. Because this guy single-handed, like, like it, the show is unwatchable. I didn't watch a goddamn second of it on Monday, Mike. My girl was like... Very unwatchable. She she texts me. She texts me like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, you know, what's up, what's up? I'm like, ah, um, you know, I, I forget what I was doing, but I wasn't watching Raw. And she's like, wait, isn't wrestling on? And I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm not in the mood for uh not in the mood for, for wrestling. And you didn't miss she's nothing. Like, you should, yeah. She's like, Oh my goodness, are you okay? I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm good. Just uh you know, just they won't just don't want to watch wrestling. Oh, she says, uh, well this is the first time in months that you said you're not in the mood for wrestling. I just gave her the shoulder shrug, like, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's this whole, it's like after um summer, like the whole shit just dropped. First couple weeks was good. I mean, I watched the best Smack thing on the, Yeah, SmackDown, because it seemed like a whole totally different show. Whole totally different feel, whole totally different vibe. Very watchable show. 205, since they made the switch, has become super watchable. NXT, always A1. I get more out of the May Young Classic than I, you know what I mean, than I could rock with. Raw. Raw is a fucking trash show. With the exception of McIntyre and, and, and you know, um that little group and then, you know, certain shit with um Lashley and Leo. Like I'm just ta- I'm I'm tapped out. I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired of the, the, the fucking tactical SWAT gear. Like I I'm just tired. Like I'm just I'm just tired. Like I'm just tired. I wish we could just just wrap him up in a fucking cocoon and throw him off a Cobo Hall inside of the Giants truck. I don't even know what that like, is. I'm just, That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm just fucking tired of this. Like, like it's just so boring and just like bland and it's like, come on, Vince. Like, you gotta have a clue. It gotta be a swerve coming. To where we think Ambrose is going to turn and it's going to be Roman that turns on everybody. It got to be a swerve, a, a swerve coming. It has to be because if they're going to try to stay the course another fucking year, what is this year five? Yo, right or wrong? Wait, my my bad, Mike. But I, Tariq Nasheed now is feuding with Mero from fucking Jesus and Mero from the Bodega Boys. Oh wow. 
because uh, I'm just scrolling, and 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 the marrow said, "Rip to what, stupid? I just got a fucking bag from Showtime. Google me, then go eat a go eat a dick in Indiana, you fucking clown cake." And then he's like, "Marrow, <laughs> dude, you're propped up by Vice Media, a corporation that was co-founded by an alt-right white supremacist. So that explains everything people need to know about your Amos and Andy reboot on Vice Network." Whoa, he's calling Jesus and Marrow and they. Damn. Wow. Shit, that like, seemed more interesting than fucking Raw does. Oh, yeah, right? Right. Okay. You get a chance to check out uh, Titan Jet? Um, I mean, I know you're not talking about football. I mean, I'm trying to figure out if that's a, a dig at the Eagles loss on Sunday or. Oh, no, 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 not at all. You know I went I went cheap shots you like that, but, they, you know, they did take that hard L. But, ah, um, tough. Yeah. Um, no, they, I ain't know that the whole DCU had, a uh, like, a streaming oh, channel and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I don't have yeah. that. I don't have the, uh, I don't have the, uh, Heard the gimmick. Yeah, I didn't get it yet. Yeah, I didn't get it yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of... of Getting that, and I mean, as far as like the Super Show, I think they're trying to spice it up a little bit more, make it seem more than a glorified house show. And you know, I catch the replay like when I come home from work from a long day at work. But uh, like I, I'm just like going into Survivor Series season and all this shit. It's like, come on now, like something has to be done drastically drastically on Raw. If you notice, week to week, the ratings are dropping like a brick. Lower and lower, because they're losing more interest, and it's going to be harder. You know, with NFL here, and then you got NBA kicking up sooner than later. Like, Mm -hmm. this shit is just ridiculous. It's going to be harder. Then you got Love & Hip Hop, Miami, and New York returning soon. Like, they got their hands full, man. And they can't keep giving us this half-ass shit that they're giving us right now. Like, my boys is totally, my son's totally tapped out. They don't even pay attention to Monday nights anymore. Like, it's so disinterested. And when you got a seven-year-old kid that don't even like it anymore, it's just like the writing's on the wall. They need to do, they need to do something. They need to do something, and they need to do it fast. Now, then on the other hand, you know, you got Cody just winning titles, you know, all over the place. You know, now he's the IWGP U.S. champ. Wow, who did he beat? He beat Juice Robinson. Okay. Juice used to be, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what was his name? NX, yeah, dude from C.J. Parker Perkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, from, save the environment. NXT, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he came, you know, went to Japan and just and just blew up. But Cody actually beat him, and you know they gearing up for that NWA seventy show at um, the fairgrounds, which I, you know, I take a look at. They keep teasing the all into, you know, they just trying to fuck people head up. They keep, you know, they they pretty much saying they sticking together. If you saw the new being the elite, they got a, you know, the young bucks is doing like a clock, a countdown clock for so when their contracts expire. Which is who, next year. Who turned down, supposedly Hangman Page turned down an offer, but it wasn't like yeah. a uh, 
flat out like n- n- like no. It was kind of couched or like uh, uh, it was kind of qualified the way the article was written. Yeah, it was. Uh, a, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm not. Um, I'm not um ready yet, or I'm not you know something to that degree. I'm not ready yeah. to sign yet, or some shit like that. They holding out like. But it was more. But number. they said WWE is under the impressions it's more of a. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, he's. It's just not not time. Not that he's not. Uh, and it's weird because even though you know WWE, as far as like uh, um, corporate, you know, and monopoly kind of things, they can't. They can't outright be like, well, if you turn this one down, you'll never get a shit, you know, but that's kind of implied. I think uh, people, if you're going to say no, you certainly better have a uh, a good reason and and, and be open to it's, it's a weird thing. I'm sure these guys have to have to have to live with and dance around with WWE being the only game in town in, in North America, at least right now. On that level, and I don't want to pretend other places don't exist, but WWE, exactly. WWE. Um, well, my so, thing is one or two yeah, things good. happens when you know those all those guys contract expire. Is either a they're gonna go all of WWE, you know what I mean, all going together, or I, I see them getting their own startup. And I getting see their own what? I see them getting their own like startup, doing it like their own promotion. Oh. Probably, you know, with Corgan backing them and probably New Japan because from what I'm hearing, although they're still, you know, they're doing the MSG, um, you know, show together. I'm hearing New Japan is, you know, is now starting to have interest and starting to work back with Impact and, you know, other promotions aside from ROH. And I knew, you know, something like that seemed like, you know, it was bound to happen. Like one company would probably, like, try to take the lead over the other. And with that being said, you know, their working agreement might come, you know, be a little bit on the decline, like, after that MSG show. But I think... I think, you know, with, with a group, of, you know, investment group and shit behind them, I think they'll try to get their own, you know, pitch or shop their own, you know, type situation. We'll put it I, under I don't, the I don't, See, I'm less inclined to believe that that would happen and more inclined to think that it would just be more of a, uh, a, co- a coalition because the infrastructure, it's hard, it's like the money involved. I understand Corgan, but I think it would be more along the lines of like how this MSG show is going to be in April. You know, it's going to be the money people are want, you know, like it's going to be propped up by Sinclair and Ring of Honor, but it's going to have Japanese uh, and other, other talent and, you know, bullet club type talent. I just don't think it's, uh, I just, I think saying, Hey, they're going to get a startup or something like that or, it's just too, too cut and dry. I don't think it's that e- that simple. Yeah, it, no, it, I was it, saying it's going to be a lot of people working together to make something happen. Right. If there's going to be Absolutely. some kind of and real I hear, number two, some kind of real number two, hear, whether 
uh, a super a hyperdrive ROH or something completely different, whatever it is. But if there's going right. to be a number two, it's going to it's going to probably be in in conjunction with. Right, and I hear WGN is very interested. But see, the thing, the tricky thing with that is they can't really talk or negotiate with those sellers until you know contracts is up. So. You know, coming off. And then the uh, Tribune thing falls through. Then they try to buy Tribune, and it didn't happen. Or is that still in limbo? That was Sinclair. That was Sinclair. I heard it fell yeah. through. It's all right. So I'm saying if that went through. No, I'm not saying WGN. Yeah. WGN is very interested coming off of you know giving those guys that zero hour. You know. Yeah. And from what I'm I'm hearing, they have. You know, like the execs up up there at that TV network, they ain't like older gentlemen. They're kind of you know, and to know what you know, like what's going, what's really going on, and it's like if they put the muscle, you know, if they put the money behind the muscle, it's like we could pick off all the ROH dudes, start our own shit, and we boom. Like they open seventy something, eighty something home, eighty something million homes in the U.S. Yeah, no, that's so, a that's a decent, it's uh, a decent, you know, market share. Yeah, pro- uh, perfect More example. Um, Punishment Martinez, he dropped the uh, always TV title. He's had it the full sales. Yeah, he dropped. I've only seen um, him. Jeff Cobb. I've only seen him. Oh, that's that's cool. I've only seen Punishment Martinez work once, and it was during the – it was last year, the end of 2016, um, during the – what is it? Like the Young Guns Tournament or something that they do? Yeah, Top Prospects. And it, and he, he, he had a match with Leo Rush that was pretty damn amazing. And I remember yeah. videoing one of the spots and posting it on Instagram because it was so yeah. hot. But So I'm not – you know, hugely familiar with him, but I, I hear he's good in the ring and him. dick on the mic. Yeah. That's like almost verbatim what I heard. Yeah, I, I've seen him a little bit. Maybe he could go down there and get some season, man. He'll be fine. But um, the biggest thing to me, like thinking about it, because everybody's like, oh, also, you know, you got the contracts of AJ, Shinsuke, and, you know, Gallows and Anderson coming up too. But I think they've been in you know, for three years so long, and it's just, like, just fucking crazy to think that all those acts have been in WWE for over three years now or going, you know, closing out on three years. I don't see any of them moving or jumping or going anywhere. But the, to me, the, the the one caveat with the ROH shit is that if they don't make a play for those guys, the proper play, and they lose those guys, ROH is yeah. going in the shitter. ROH is going in the shitter. They don't make a proper play for those guys. Right, so... I mean, I don't think, you know, they can offer them WWE money, but... Yeah. They better fucking... Yeah, they better yeah. damn sure should try. Because... Huh, come next year, these new set of checks that Vince and them is playing with, man, is is just different. Like, the magnitude is just different whole different level. whole different level of fucking money, Chad. That's it. Keep it brief tonight. That's all I got for you, bro. I'll talk to you next week. Cool, Mike. Talk to you then.
Hold on. Hold on. It's Mike from Brooklyn. Let's uh, do one of these, uh, another one of these non-VIP emails from LaMarcus. He chimes in. Uh, other than being the 100th episode of SmackDown, do you think Evolution is making an appearance just for an angle? I can see them trying to come together, but Orton with his new I'm destroying everyone and everything the crowd loves. Oh, everyone and everything the crowd loves gimmick. You could see him messing up the reunion. Maybe he'll try to attack Triple H and or Batista. Or is it more likely because they all were on Smack on the SmackDown roster at some point and figured uh might as well make an evolution appearance. I don't I don't know. It says it doesn't make much sense since Evolution was pretty much a raw exclusive stable, I don't even think they appeared together on SmackDown when they were formed and feuded with the Shield. No, they were definitely a raw property through and through. I mean, when they appeared, when they formed in '03, that was the strongest the brand split had had ever had been. You know, that, that first year in um, that original split, and then. Uh, when they reformed in 2014, again, uh, well, 2014, there was no real split, but I'm sure they just, they weren't showing up on no goddamn SmackDown. Maybe occasionally one of them had a match or something, tag match, whatever, but yeah. Also, why would Paige allow a wrestler, Orton, on her roster to openly injure and sideline other, other wrestlers? I could understand if this was Raw and Corbin would let another heel get away with it, but Paige was shown to be the competent babyface uh, GM. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm not sure. Like, he was in a feud with Jeff Hardy, but it started because he attacked him out of nowhere. So, so yeah, that is something they probably should address, LaMarcus. Like, man, I didn't really like, kind of think about it. And he continues, even if Ty wanted the match, you would think that Paige would send out a secu- send out security as soon as Orton started to try to obviously injure Ty and break his fingers. Why risk losing your talent to unnecessary injury and possibly losing money? Or should this just be summed up to because it's wrestling? Thanks, Marcus in DC. No, it is summed up because it's quote unquote because it's wrestling. That doesn't make it right, obviously. Um, I had a, I had a big problem with that whole with that with the execution of that angle, or I should say the. You know, the execution was fine. It was once he got his hand in and started twisting his finger around. Like, you you do that, and you give – if you're Orton, you put his finger in, and Orton ties begging, like, you know, once he finally comes to, and he's like, no, 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 please, 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 please. And you do one, like, oh, exaggerated, you know, snap. Like, you're, like you're snapping the guy's finger. And then he oh grabs his hand and he's you know he's he's uh you know he's in pain and Orton's smiling and you know an evil guy, but to twist and turn and pull and all that while the guy's other arm and hand is completely free his legs nothing was stopping uh, his finger one part tiny part of your body is being hurt or being put in a vice you can you know I'm, you know just thinking logically and. You know, your 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 the rest of your body wouldn't allow that to happen. You'd flail, and and you might even hurt yourself because you're flailing and, and break your own damn finger. That's like a t- if you touch the hot stove or hot, you know you're, you you know the you get in your car on a sunny day and you get elbowed, 
touches the leather part of your, you know, of your door, you're like, ah. You know, you don't go, oh, that's hot. I think I should move my arm. No, you, you immediately react. Your body does things without your, control, your consent, your uh, uh, conscious consent to get yourself out of pain and out of harm's way. Well, I said, like, people can jump over things in clear heights that they normally couldn't when, when they're not scared, when their life or physical, physical harm is, is on the line. Um, so, yeah, no, those are all good points, uh, Marcus. I appreciate that. It looks like that does it for the non-VIP emails. Get them in. You've got another hour or so before we go off air. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And remember to market VIP or non-VIP so I know which segment of the show to read it. And back to the Constellation Lines. Let's uh, go to who I am assuming is Craig. What up, Craig? What up? What's up, Travis? Not too much, man. So you mind? I am so freaking glad you're on my side now about the stupid finger play. Your side of what? I've been saying this for months and months and months. This stupid what? finger play stuff. This this Pete Dunn guy grabbing people's fingers with both hands and the other hand of the other opponent of their opponent is just flailing around or begging off like, please don't right. break my fingers. Please don't snap them, sir. Yeah. No, no, no. I totally, absolutely. I get that, and I, and I somewhat agree with you. I just think that I can chalk that up to, well, that's a guy, his hand on your hand, and he does, you know, he does a, he, he snaps your hand. But when you put a guy's hand in a thing and twist, you know, that was just like, you're doing, you could do like real permanent long-term damage when you put a guy's finger in a metal implement and bend it and twist it and jerk it around so but i but it is kind of the same concept joint manipulation finger manipulation with the way pete dunn does it yes it is it is stupid it should be it should be illegal you can't poke people in the eyes you shouldn't be able to candace LeRae looks like in her makeup she looks like uh she looks like emma but yeah, it's um, it's a little with the with the Pete Dunn stuff. But yeah, Orton, that was way way more egregious. No, I'm I'm always talking about like and Zach say I said Zach Saber is the only one who does it right. He pins the other guy's arm to where to the like he twists him in a pretzel to the point where he can't possibly, like you said for for Ty, punch the dude in the face or you know use the other hand to at least try to take the dude's hand off of his fingers. You know, because both of, both of his hands were on his one hand. So he had a hand to, like, at least try to do something. That's mm-hmm. what always happens with these finger moves, and that's why I get so pissed off about it. Yeah. And, and it's a uh, – it just – I want to hear you guys talk about it tonight on uh, VIP because Rich is all about that – British uh, bullshit, yeah, finger play stuff. So, I, I want to hear you guys 
go at that like, while he's still I'm like, like I'm about to I'm about to type that into my search bar and see what I get. British finger play. <laughs> British finger play. <laughs> <laughs> you think of what? You That's think right. of what? No, I do not think you're like you probably have some of that on your jazz drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Preschool finger plays, action poems, nursery rhymes, and songs. What? Twenty sing- seasonal finger play action songs. Oh, that that must be puppets and stuff. I was looking for hardcore choreography, and you're showing me puppets. <laughs> Them British people, you know. So, um, I I love your because uh, I always whenever one of you guys is on uh, Tuesday nights, I have to listen. Usually, I try to save the the post show for at work, mm-hmm. but when one of you guys is on, I have to listen before the show to keep consistency and stuff like that, or uh, okay. what do they call it? Uh, chronological order. Um, but I, I, I uh, listened earlier. I'm having a hard time with blog talk, podcasts, even yours. Really? Um, lately have been, you have to listen to the entire show on one device, like, like, when I'm at work, I have to switch earphones to charge. You know, they only have a, like a two hour charge and then I have to switch yeah. and, and, or, or to, to another speaker or whatever. Gotcha. And when you do that, it loses the, the holding place, like the, the pause. Place? Oh yeah. And so it screws up the entire thing. So I have to listen to, and you can't fast like, every forward time. if you restart, obviously. Is exactly. Point? Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it like it goes right back to the beginning. It, it's been weird. It's it, well. The, it's well, only let me, live. On. Let me. But let me ask you a question though, Craig. Why are you listening through Blog Talk? No, no, no. It's on my. It's on the. I got. I got Beyond Pod. I use the same pod catcher that uh, Wade uses. Oh, Wade uses. Oh. Well, he used to use Beyond Pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. I even use Beyond Pod, or, or I use the Google Podcast app, but I still, when I update, when I get a new a new podcast, like I found a new podcast recently, I still I'll still go to Beyond Pod and I'll still go to Google Play and and subscribe in those podcast apps because you never know. Sometimes it just won't, you know, Google won't update or Beyond Pod won't update, and you got to go, you know. So I'll just so I can have it. On demand doesn't matter if you know if something one doesn't have it one platform doesn't have it yeah so that's odd um that's what I would suggest I would suggest you getting the Google Podcast app number one it's fucking great um I I haven't been I haven't had any issues no I have one I had one I wanted to listen to songs with friends and it hadn't updated for some reason so you get occasional quirks like that but I've been listening to it pretty much. Ex- exclusively for three or four months now since the app dropped in like June or July. And, uh, and it's, it's a solid app. It's, it's really good. I it's wish the only Google thing I wish Podcast they had. App? I, yeah. Yeah. Google podcast. Okay. The only thing I wish they had was you could click on the, because you know how me and podcasts are, especially, you don't want to get Chuck, Chuck some more work and stuff, but if you could click on the logo and it would enlarge, 
but you can't, you know, like for, for, for screenshotting for social media and stuff, it would be better. Um, but, it, but it's fine. But yes, I, if you're going to, if you're going to have a podcast app, get the damn Google podcast app. It, I thought the Google play app, when you just go to the podcast tab, but I started having issues with that. Like it wouldn't update. And then I re- figured out why, because they just dropped the damn Google podcast app and they want you to go listen. <laughs> they want you to use that one probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't recommend It's well, way better. I than appreciate it's way better. It's way better than beyond pod. Beyond pod is good, but if you're in a bad in a sketchy spot, it'll, it'll, you'll be forced to download the episode so you can hear it without pixelation or without jumps and, no, you know, bad. I download, I download everything. I think we've had I this conversation scheduled, before. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I, we definitely did. So in that case, you might, that, that. And if that's the case, you might, uh, you might want to stick with beyond pod right now. I don't think Google podcasts have, has that feature. So if that's well, really important, no, to I'll, you, get, I'll get, I'll get Google just because to have a backup because yeah. like when I get cut off, like if, if something gets cut off and I have to start all the way from the beginning, like, dude, I just heard the oh. end of, of VIP East coast cast this morning because oh. I had to, I had to put it on, on my speaker and, and turn the volume all the way down for the hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I have it down for the hour and a half while I was watching yeah. SmackDown and then, and then when it was done, then I was like, okay, now I'm back to where I began. I know I, I, I've been in that situation, those types of situations before, for whatever reason. Um, so I definitely know, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. Get, uh, oh, 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 you can help me then. How do you get VIP content on Beyond Pod? I enter my goddamn credentials. It just never, it just doesn't work. I can't listen to... VIP East Coast yeah, cast or, or, or Wade Keller Hotline the RSS feed. Dude, go to VIP. It's all there. The VIP right. Yeah. Like, Motherfucker, I put this whole three pages together <laughs> for this exact goddamn. All right, I'm going to do that. that he, he, he talks about that VIP tip sometimes all the time on the, on the thing. And it's like, I sometimes get pissed. I'm like, come on, Wade, everyone right, already like knows. I heard this a million VIP times. Tips, but but then I'm like, wait a minute. At one point, I needed those VIP tips. <laughs> and it, it pretty much directs you step by step on what to do uh, for to put it in and, and everything. It, it's really it's really cool. And and also the the um, when it when it separates the feeds, too, because I mean, I don't need to hear some of this stuff, but I want to, you know. Yeah. Exclusively get uh, certain stuff every week. Um. To uh, oh, uh, last night. Well, this morning. I don't know what it is about you guys on the on the uh, the live shows. Yeah. Like there, are, Wade is hilarious. Like, right, you can't say that really about it, dude. Yeah, he definitely needs somebody to bring that out, and it ain't going to be Greg yeah. Clark's. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's really funny because like Todd, Todd Martin, totally brings it out of, and and you always do, uh-huh. and and I mean, it, it's really funny like how that happens, and 
and I just yeah. really enjoyed this morning show because uh, and, and those and he always has the best callers, like correspondents. Because sometimes I like I volunteered to be a correspondent. Oh, that great. Oh yeah, the, yeah, and the one the day before, I think it was the guy and the girl, the um, the couple that went to the uh, was it Seattle, and they were talking and. They were like totally guy and girl, uh, like a a couple, I guess. I think I I don't know. I didn't really think I, whatever, but um, just the 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 people that he selects, and I've always like been, I've wanted to do it, but I'm like, man, I suck at this, and you you know more than anybody. I suck at this. <laughs> this uh, uh calling people on the phone stuff so but the last couple couple of days have been really cool and uh that's one of the things i wrote down to talk about <laughs> um i also loved uh rich's deep dive monologue and did you hear brad and Britt put you over or oh yeah, Vic alive, alive. Well, it was, yeah, it was Brad and Brian. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, yeah, I have the same. You know, they all start with B, so it gets confusing, as as you noted. Um, I I tried to listen to them uh for a little bit because you guys kept talk, saying how good they are, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really get into them. But I'm okay. trying. I'm. I keep. Yeah, but I keep probably for the reasons that I like them is probably the reasons you don't like. You probably want to hear a show, ninety percent wrestling, ten percent maybe some shenanigans, and I don't give a fuck about no, wrestling. No, no, I want... no. no. Oh, okay. Not, not not even close to that because I mean I don't know if you've noticed this whole phone call that right, I like, haven't even. How met could you? How could you listen to this show and, and think that you're? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. It's just the, the way they. I, I don't know what it is. It's just the way they, I mean, the way they, they talk to each other just doesn't, it doesn't uh, work with me really. But your thing. It, I'm getting a little more into it because I know you guys like it. And, and I was wondering, because it's the same thing with certain wrestlers. Like, you know, my favorite guy is Dean, right? Yeah. I hated Dean at first when I first started watching wrestling in 2014. Okay. After my big break. And like now he's my favorite. So I'm, I always give things a little while to grow on me and see because what, what I first didn't like might be something I love. You know what I'm saying? And I was wondering if, if there was anything like that for you like whether it's wrestling or you know whatever something you initially didn't like yeah but um, you grew it, to ha- love. it happens with me with music all the time like albums um one of the more famous in my head one of the more one of the more couple of them was oh so i like this group called animal collective and there, and I saw him on Conan one night in like 07 and immediately went and got the album. But 
I could not get into it. And it was one of those, I can't get into it, but two weeks later, I, I haven't listened to anything but. So I kept coming back to it, kept coming back to it. And then one day, it just was like, this is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, wow. Uh, the second or the third major studio release by Foles was when they stopped what they're doing, math rock, and they went more stadium, stadium rock. The first few listens, I was like, where is the arithmetic? It was all like just big rock sound. And one night I got drunk and super baked. And um, I think my electric was off. Like, it, was, it was a tough time, summer 20. That'll definitely change your mood. So I was just in my dark apartment, fucked up with my earbuds in, and I was like, I can't believe I didn't like this album. So usually with music, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that, where I don't like, it's usually an album, not like a song, but where I'm, I'm like, this song doesn't, isn't good, or this album isn't good. And then three months later, it's like my favorite goddamn, but the Besnard Lakes, uh, 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 the Besnard Lakes are the Dark Horse album. Um, nope. Yeah, they're the Dark Horse album. Same thing. So again, it's usually the, the things that come to mind. It's always music. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a movie or show that I, you know, didn't like. You know what? The first ten minutes of Rail, the setup Rail, I was like, man, this show is not good. But by the end, I was like, that was hilarious. So with the same Rail. Rail on I don't Fox, know what that is. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a show. Is that new? Yeah, it just started. It's like two episodes in. Oh, but the first two episodes? Yeah, but again, the first 10 minutes was was rough because they just had to set a lot of things up and a lot of expository dialogue where you're just like, <sighs> no one talks like that. No one goes, well, you know, since my wife divorced me and took the kid, like, <laughs> but they have to accept it. They have yeah. to clue the audience. It, it, so. it, it's sort yeah. of like when Wade does one of his like like when he when he says what a what a promo should sound like or what what they should say, and he goes into this like fifteen minute diatribe about what they should have said instead of what they actually said. It's like, I mean, you say no one would talk like that, but no one would talk like that. Like. Uh, you'll have you'll you'll hear it eventually. I don't know if you if you understand what I'm saying, but I get it. Sometimes he'll like he'll like redeliver a promo, and it just totally doesn't. I mean, it's like no one no one says no one speaks with exact punctuation. Well, maybe not in the sticks of Toledo. Hey, Toledo Toledo is far from sticks, dude. Uh, all, right. all right, since we're in, since we got to Toledo, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Like, uh, first of all, did you see my thing that I went to the store and bought beer and stuff like that? Uh. Uh-uh. I don't think okay, so. Okay, I went to the I, my direct deposit goes in at like four o'clock, four thirty ish on Wednesday. So I go like down to the store and get my. Like you wake no, up. No, no. Um, An afternoon. Four thirty. Yeah, yeah. What kind of bullshit? <laughs> well, yeah. And your fucking D, D, D just hits. Like, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 430 is great for me because I'm like, hey, yeah. it's like two hours before Oh, the right. That's definitely better than 
I'm thinking I'm usually direct deposit is Thursday or Friday. So shit, yeah. I mean, I guess that's fine. Yeah, Wednesday night. But go ahead. I'm, I'm yeah. Sure. Anyway, so I walk down there and I get my beer and I'm going through and I get and I I was looking for like, well, right across from the beer was this. Uh, it was wrap snacks. Have you ever heard of wrap snacks? <laughs> yes, when I was thirteen, I've heard of wrap snacks. He just discovered red snacks. No, dude, it, no, I'm I'm saying because it says 1994 on the fucking package, on the right. on the I was back 14. of it. Okay, I'm like 1994, established 1994, and I'm like, really? This is the first time I've ever seen this. That, that was had the like, second. That was, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a local thing, but those rap snacks were the second hip hop urban potato chips. Because in 91, 92, there were Chumpies and Homegirls. But I think because I'm thinking of the, the drawing, the artwork, it just feels, that felt very local. Like, I don't know if they had Chumpies and Homegirls in New York. But if they did, they certainly didn't have them, like, in the South. I think it was probably, like, a Northeastern kind of thing. And then Ratsnacks came along and, and, were, and were bigger. They had actual, like, Lil Romeo. <laughs> I remember I was on the Rap Snacks in like the mid two thousands, like Masterpiece son. So yeah, Raps you 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 old. You yeah, I mean, now Migos. They like on their seventh, eighth generation of of of, of uh probably more than that of, of artists. And why I've never seen this before. And I go to the corner I go to the little store all the time. It's like I don't know who's the first time I've seen it. They had they even had little bags with, with like cent signs on them, fifty cents for this one uh it's a, like a little Wait, bag. It has... See, I've never seen a big like dollar sixty nine or two dollar bag of wrap snacks. I only seen no, like the I got, I got quarter bags. Look at my bags. look at the picture I put. Look, go on my feed on my Twitter. I put up a okay. picture. It's a two dollar forty nine ones and a fifty cent one. And because my friends have a snack podcast and they're funny as hell, and I'm like. Have you guys ever seen this shit? Because this is, I've, I've never seen this. Like, it just appeared out of nowhere. I thought it was new. Bam. And then it, I looked at the back of the, I looked at the back of the thing, it's a 94. I'm like, Bob Backlund was champion. <laughs> Look, I'm not sure if this is how they got the deal or if they already had the deal and they were just shooting the shit and rapping about chips. So in the 2014, of no, 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 it wasn't the 2014 one. It wasn't the one that got Migos in trouble. It was the 2016 one. Um, Migos, they were in the studio, and it's a noisy documentary. So if you're familiar with noisy documentaries, it's like, up, it's not behind the music, but it's just a documentary of like brand, this artist. And so you're in the studio, and like Quavo is like, you know, hitting, he's rapping, 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 rap. Something with a dab of ranch, dad, and everybody did the dab and shit when they said dab of ranch. So that's why the Migo snacks, snack, rat snacks flavor is sour cream with a dab of ranch. Yes, that's the one I got. Right, I'm looking at it now. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who that is all the way to the far right with the heat, the hot one. Uh, the barbecue oh, one. Boozy. Oh my uh, god, I would not eat yeah, little boozy. That was. That was the little one that I just grabbed everything they had because I was like, this is, I just need to take a picture of this for the guys. Uh, the other one, Romeo Miller. I don't, see, I don't well, know. That's, uh, that's, that's little Romeo. That's Masterpiece, son. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't know any like. This is why you how you know Master P has a, a fucking hell of a stake, you know, ownership in this company. Lil Romeo hasn't been relevant since 2005, but he's still on the fucking rap snack bag as if he's making singles. And like, I mean, he might, but like, I mean, maybe if you go to YouTube, he got a new song. But ain't nobody talking about Lil Romeo. Well, I'm sorry, Romeo Miller songs. Matter of fact, they're probably still talking about Little Romeo songs more than they are Romeo Miller songs now that he's grown and, you know. But when your dad's Master P and you're filthy rich, your career don't exactly have to pan out. And he could just put you, keep putting you on potato chip bags. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun for me to see. I was like, I, I was wondering, like, if it was a local thing, if it was, like, a new thing, and then I discovered that it was neither, and... What? Um, Wait a second. Is Tony Nese in NXT now? I might have to stop watching NXT. Motherfuck this. It's I like over Tony Nese. Fuck Tony Nese. He looks like a toddler with muscles and a beard. That's fine. <laughs> I guess. I mean... We all need our niche. <laughs> so, I, I'm still yeah. watching, and this is my one guy to go for you on my way out here. Um, okay. October sports. You got postseason baseball, beginning mm-hmm. of the season hockey, beginning mm-hmm. of the season basketball, and October football. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just don't go. think. Yeah, I don't think hockey and basketball. Well, if it's one guy to go, it's it's. October hockey. I don't care about hockey until April. And it's and then it's the best thing ever. Playoff hockey, there's really nothing like it. Um October hockey is yeah, it's the exact opposite uh, as far as the excitement. Um but ba- same with basketball though. But it's October that's, it's for That's where baseball. it was really concerning. Like I was basically just trying to figure out how much you hate baseball, you know. Because like, a lot of people are hating on baseball. No, anybody. Oh, I'm, well, I'm asking them. If you said one got to stay, that's the one that has to stay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm watching both right now. I'm watching uh, uh, the Yankees game and the um, – I'm watching uh, the – Hold up. Hold Cap- up. Here go, Craig. Here go. Hey, we're rude. Oh, goddamn ads. All right, here we go. Go. Oh. Oh, he's holding the oh the potato chips. Is that the Migos? Yeah. <laughs> so they have the bags of chips already. So they obviously already had the deal. Yeah, they they about their money. They're not giving nobody no free advertisement. It was it was like sign the deal, then we'll wrap about Dabba Ranch. <laughs> so anyway, I, I jumped. Well, I'm gonna try. Them. I haven't I haven't opened any of the bags yet. I'm gonna I'm oh. gonna break into one soon because I'm I'm hungry. But I'll probably eat the other one. And I won't be able to give it a fair rating because I'm gonna be loaded like three o'clock tonight. And then I'll eat the other one because it it's little boozy. Yeah. Fits in my lunchbox. Because I still have a lunchbox. <laughs> Wait, uh, 
but when I'm when I'm loaded, that's when I'm uh, that's when my senses are at their most heightened, and 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 food tastes the best. Well, you're, yeah, you're, you're that, that's why I I'm saying our, our loadeds are probably no, loaded. No, no, that's why I'm saying because if I drank it or if I ate it, I'm guaranteed to give. Because I'm going to eat the, the sour cream and uh, ranch or the, the Migos one first. Then at like 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm probably going to eat the barbecue one. Why are you scheduling out your snacks, Craig? I'm, dude, I'm just saying. I, I'm, 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 I, <laughs> just eat the fucking chips. <laughs> I, I'm not just going to go hog wild. I have a strategy. But I'm telling you, I can't give a fair judgment to this bag of chips because I'm going to eat it being like, oh, those chips are the best thing ever, when they could be absolute shit. Just average, yeah. Right, and and I'm just so drunk that it felt like the best thing ever. (laughs) That is definitely, uh, (laughs) you know, could throw off the, uh, your, 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 your levels. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to let you go and I'm going to email you guys because I got like eight other things that I didn't. All right. Sounds so, good. So uh, uh, have, have Rich uh, take a Red Bull or a, uh, one of those. Wait, Craig. I, I I'm glad you at least did uh, uh, listen to the last. Th- so that last minute of the East Coast cast of VIP that last week. Price. Ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, gonna, the shield. I'm I think go uh, the shield. I think the shield. <laughs> what are you talking about, Rich? Yeah, okay. Because I, I didn't get any any like feedback from that, and I'm like, wait, was that funnier no, to me? I saw I saw what Brian said. I saw what Brian said to you on uh, Twitter, and yeah. he said the last, and he didn't say VIP. He said the last uh, minute of East Coast cast, and I was like. Oh man, because I passed out at the end of the East Coast cast proper, like this one. Sure. And I was like, did they go back to me? And I was like snoring and eating my face and shit. Right, right. No, it was the VIP he was talking about, and I yeah. got it. Oh my god, great. <laughs> Fucking rich. So, yeah. So, all right, awesome. Talk to you. Be Craig. nice, sir, rich. Hey, avoid nah. avoid all that comic book shit. Yeah, just skip right to the emails and, you know, all that. I didn't read anything. I got a stack of comic books, but I didn't read anything this week. So you luck out. You lucked out. Uh, oh, but there, I think there's a new Infinity War, War book series came out. So I do, since I don't read that, I just get Rich's recap on the East Coast cast. So if there's a new one and he read it, I'm certainly going to want to hear the, uh, hear the scoop on that. Matter of fact, I'm about to send him a text like, yo, make sure you read Infinity War. <laughs> Just because I said something, I fucked myself. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, Craig, get out of here. Talk to you. Later. Craig from the Sticks of Toledo. <laughs> um, let's go to 312. One of those not. I feel like I should know who this is. It's either Sean or Brad. <laughs> who else do I forget? Maybe Dwight. I haven't talked to Dwight in a minute. No, well, let's see. Uh, three, one, two. Who's this? It's Sean. Okay. You had it right the first time. Yeah. Didn't know. Him. Oh, you had to go. Oh, and be disappointed. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh, hey, chilling, everybody. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? I have to take your call. Like, now, what's up with you, man? <laughs> Not too much. What's on your mind? Um, uh, no, good. Uh, good discussions as always, man. Always good. Um, I, I, um, I heard Craig talking about that problem with Blog Talk. I had the same problem today. Uh, ended up having to download the um, the episode because when, it just stopped in the middle, and I couldn't go back. I couldn't fast forward. I couldn't do anything. I could barely download it to be honest. Uh, but yeah, Blog Talk is always kind of glitchy. Like I want to say every other month, there's at least some little problem with it, some little quirk. Mm. Okay, it's good to good to know. Keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, I well, I, I told I told uh, Wade to switch to Twitch. I mean, we'll see what happened with that though. But um, yeah, so um, I, I was I was just listening to you know everybody talking. I'm 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 listening. Um, I'm wondering where everyone is. Like I didn't know what Nikki Cross was, and uh, that brought me to to think about is evolution. If it's going to be like the women's WrestleMania, are they going to be debuted at it and after it? Like, if, is Nikki Cross going to debut on the main roster, if that's the case? Are we going to have anybody else that debuts, or what? What do you think? Um, hold up. <laughs> I thought I could be slick. <laughs> and sneak off while you uh, ask your uh, talk. I didn't know you were going to jump right into a question so soon, and I wasn't back yet. But yeah, no, I'm back. No, it's all good. It's all good. I said, uh, it's it's um, evolution gonna be like WrestleMania season for the women. Are they just gonna debut a bunch of people afterwards or what? Oh, um, I will, cause Nikki Cross still isn't on the main roster. But remember when they announced Evolution, she was on the on the stage, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing there? Like, you definitely broke kayfabe and everything. Like that, that kind of ruined me. Right. I mean, you know, I know better, but like. I felt like I was four years old. Like, what the fuck is this? Is all fake? <laughs> you know? But yeah. So, what do you think? Well, I don't think they're going to treat it like WrestleMania. Like, oh, the night after Evolution, the the women show up. I think they're still they they're going to want the night after Mania to still be that 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 night, or still be as as significant as it's been in the last you know, decade or so, if not longer. <clears throat> so I don't think they'll do that because I thought SummerSlam was that. Remember we were talking, we were like, okay, um, yeah. who goes up after SummerSlam? We were, we, I think it might've been, it was Velveteen was the big SummerSlam, topic. SummerSlam's kind of close to WrestleMania though. Like that's the next big pay-per-view. Right, There's only right. like, you know, like, you know, so it right. might be it too close. As far as the calendar October goes, is October and yeah. March, or October and April, it's sure. right in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 I, I definitely get it, and it would definitely, and that doesn't say come night after Mania, women can't still debut. Right, uh, but you would have less, and you would be able, so if, let's say, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler wanted to come up at Evolution, which is not overshadowed by Alistair Black coming up, you know, if it were after WrestleMania. So you can have people debut at different times and have some actual good focus on them and keep people going instead of just, oh, it's WrestleMania, oh, it's SummerSlam. We get those uh, new people and then they just send them home like they did Sanity or whatever. Yeah. That's a, it's, it's just, I think it's because with 
be so be out of the ordinary. Be so I'm I'm hesitant to like uh, is that a good idea? You know, kind of thing. I, I I don't think there's ooh that was tough looking. Fucking Tony. It looked like he broke his damn neck. I'm watching it. It looked like he rebelled him, man. <laughs> I don't think there's a good reason to not have the women, you know, have that be a special night. But are they committed to evolution every year? I think that's a question. I think probably they are. I think the good. The, I think the, you the have to money. be, don't you? Like, no, 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 sure. How is an evolution one year and then the next year you don't get a pay per view? <laughs> you know. Well, they got their shot. They had. They kind of. They're making this bar that they actually aren't going to be able to keep up with unless they bring people in. Like that's why I was saying, even though she's garbage, Conti, you know, and even though I don't like um, Candice LeRae. You kind of need those people starting in there now just to have those bodies in there and to start building those stories up. Cause, I mean, maybe it depends on where Triple H wants to be and where he's going to be because if it's Triple H, then he's starting right now so he can get those guys in there or get those girls in there, you know, so he can start to build people up now instead of just doing it randomly when they first get there. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Hey, uh, and, and and speaking of where where uh, you know debuting and stuff, well, not not that it's a debut, but where is Tamina? Like, is she wrestling? Did I necessarily? Fuck. You know why I care? Because you got you got people out here who can you like they had that story with with her and Lana that wasn't going anywhere, but you can use her. I just don't think they're using like Leo Rush is the manager of Bobby Lashley. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're using him for other stuff. Like, why can't she be used? Why aren't they using people they got? Like, honestly, she's not good. I like, I like. She's not good. She don't have to be in ring. She don't have to be in ring. She's you not know? Like, good. She isn't good. Her, she's not a good personality to have on my TV. Fuck out of here, Tamina. Go away. And she went away. I'm happy. Whoa. Don't, don't, don't ruin my, my Damn. Tamina or Candace LeRae? Which one? Candice LeRae, hands fucking down. Come on, I think she's a Tamina or Conti. Tamina or Conti. <laughs> Tamina. <laughs> yeah, I knew I'd get. Is she garbage? Is she little? Is she trash? And she can't talk. Yeah, he's pretty trash. Tamina. At least Tamina looks like a, she can't do shit, and her knees knock every step she takes. But at least she looks. Yeah, she's, know, she's got two left feet. Uh, so, what, what do you think about the uh, the complaints about about New Day? Um, like, a lot of people have been kind of sick of their act. To, to be honest, for like a, over a year now, a lot of people have been sick with it. But, you know, it's still over with um, a majority of people. Certain crowds, you know, it's like, like, ooh, that wasn't yeah. a great reception. Or, you know, it was tepid. They don't get booed. They just, it's not overwhelming like like it it like it like has been at, at, at their peak. I mean, but do, uh, so, like, what do you, do you think they just, they're, they're Pretty much fizzled out as far as like I mean I know they peaked and stuff but like do you how long much longer you think they're gonna go with it? Another year. God damn another year another rest they gonna host WrestleMania again? They might or they might be in a big three man six man. Why you choose to uh, make sandwiches and take shits when I I, I call in man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why what? I say, why'd you choose to uh, make sandwiches and take shits in the background when I call you? Well, fuck, I had to do something. Shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm just playing, man. 
Um, another another where are they now is Bray Wyatt. I heard he was being repackaged, but like, forget that. Mm. Where is he? Like, where is he? And where does he fit in with anything? Like, does he? When do you re-debut Bray Wyatt, and for what? Who does he feud with? What the hell do you do with him? I don't know. Um, do you wait till Eric Rowan uh, comes back because he's got a while before he comes back? But yeah. you just sit him on the shelf and wait till well, Eric Rowan comes back and bring back the old Wyatt family? No, I would I would not do that. Um, I don't know if how you know WWE's not into you know pushing the envelope anymore um, in, in a lot of ways. But there's this new HBO show that I'm seriously considering watching. I didn't watch Eastbound and Down. I didn't watch Vice Principals, but I think I'm going to watch the, the something Gemstones. I forget what... Uh, let me look in the group chat. Uh, I don't think I heard of it. It's about... So, Homeboy from Workaholics is in it. John Goodman is in it. Obviously, the dude from Eastbound and Down, Danny something, McBride. Um, and it's the dude about... from uh, Alien Covenant? I don't I didn't see that. Okay. The televangelist game will never be the same. John Goodman and Danny McBride are the righteous gemstones. And it's a family... Te- it's a televangelist family. I, I'm assuming, because it's, it's a family... It looks like a family shot. So, John I Goodman... Mean, it like it might be good. And I think these are his his children, because the or that might be the wife. She just looks super young, uh, or not super young, but young. Or maybe it's Danny McBride's wife, and she's like married into the. But yeah, it just by this tweet. I only I didn't see a preview, a trailer, but and I can just imagine because Rich and Josh, I think even Steve, they love fucking Eastbound and Down. They love. Goddamn vice I, I never see. I, I want to say I never seen an episode, but I'm sure I've seen and one or two. I, I haven't like, either. I hate catching sure shows in the middle of their I, run. I get the humor. It's just never been something that I wanted to see. You know, like oh yeah, no, it's cool, it's right? Like, but you know, yeah. y'all got that. Um, but this one, because it's dealing with fucking religious shit, and they're going to fucking just hit all uh, over it. Oh yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> Satire is just no, so, I, like, that, it does sound soil. pretty good. Fertile, so fertile, but yeah. So, no, no, so I'm thinking like, uh, that's what, oh, okay. Show. So, my whole point of going off on that line of thinking was they could bring Bray Wyatt back as a televangelist, but I don't think oh. they're willing to go there. Like a new, like the, uh, this no, generation could love, like this generation. Well, think about, think about more than. Oh shit! I'm sorry. If you even remember who the fuck Mordecai was, right? Why would you exa- use an example of a guy that was around for two weeks? When I'm talking about, I don't know. Well, cause, 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 I, well, cause that's kind of what that what that reminded me of. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the anti Undertaker, but he was the Undertaker. It was fucking weird. But yeah, I mean, I I just thought of Mordecai. I mean, I think that character would work. That dude was way too like over the top though. Like too much, uh, too much imagery there. For people to really buy into that the way they want it to, but, you know, I, I can see Bray Wyatt being like a brother love type. I can see that. I like. Uh, I really like. Um, they're not great, but I think I like when WWE can capitalize off stuff 
that just happens at the right time, like the uh, what are the, the the lost sons? I know you hate him. I know you hate him, and I hated Gunner. I hated Gunner when he was in Impact so fucking much. God, I hated Gunner. Like <laughs> he just had, and then he he wrestled a guy named Crimson. And I was like, these are GI Joe names. Like I literally like they had the worst fucking simple names ever. But remember Relic? His killer spelled backwards. No, I I do not remember Relic. He sounds oh, like shit. a fucking Relic. No. Relic? That's killer spelled backwards. Yo, yeah. when he when 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 they were feuding whatever uh, 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 faction or stable that Relic was in, it might have been like him, Abyss, Crimson. It was you know a bunch of dark you know characters. Yeah. <laughs> And they were feuding with either Team Canada or somebody Eric Young was affiliated with, and he was the, the dorky, over-the-top, scaredy-cat, like, falling and scared of his own fireworks every single week. And every yeah. chance he got, like, he was so scared of Relic. He'd be like, that's killer spell backwards, you know. Like, did you know that's killer spell backwards? When Impact was, yeah. did the, yeah. the backstage segments, I couldn't. I, it really took me out of everything. Because the tail was always shaky. It was like, you mean you being tailed every single time you have a conversation in this company? Oh, you're talking about Damn. the Impact you're talking about like 2011, yeah. 12. I mean, I, I, you know what? It's all one big ass blur to me, all of it. Like, well, besides, besides, um, you know, the AJ Styles, Jeff Jarrett era, uh, right? I, I, I know it's different little I mean, eras. I saw every episode of Impact. I've got seventy five percent of those. Uh, I got a hundred percent, I guess, of the first five years on tape. <laughs> I'm like, I'm writing. I got a bunch of VHSs like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they are on VHS. <laughs> you need to you need to put them um, on DVD. But no, I like I, I like when, um, my plan. and they'd still be out of. I'd be like, I got a bunch of dumbass DVDs around. What the fuck, I'm gonna do with them. Then you'd be like, won't you? I just like when they do that. Like, I mean, I like that you know they got the little sounds of Anarchy spinoff. They got the Lost Sons. I just wish they had kept Sanity. Like, if you're not gonna do anything with Sanity on the main roster. Why don't you just keep them in NXT? They can go away in NXT, and you don't have to bring them up. Like, but now you got this late, really good tag team division in um on SmackDown, and you have nothing for Sanity because you don't want to give them the belt. So, like, why bring them up? You can let you can go ahead and let um Eric Young get the North American uh, title again. You can get the tag titles. To them again, you know, like you could, you could do a lot. You could do something else with them. You could be pushing the lost sons with them right now, you know. And uh, uh, do you think Lars? Since Lars is on TV, man, he's yeah. ugly. Uh, do you think he's he's uh, WWE title material at some point? I I I don't. I mean, I, I don't see giving him a lesser title like U.S. I don't but, see him like, as a person I mean, it, that it, wins. Not a, those types of characters, those gimmicks usually don't win championships. You know, they don't Kane's need championships two runs. to be over. Yeah. How many times was Kane Intercontinental Champion? Not even how many, like how long. I guess he was champion eight times. I think Kane was champion for a month right. or something. So, like, I know he only had that ego belt once, and then he had that – the unmasked king. I don't even want to talk about that shit. Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, some dude. Somebody told me on Twitter that um, 
um, Kane, no, I'm sorry, that Leo Rush sounded like Kane when he had the voice uh, thing on, when he couldn't talk. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and, and they, and <laughs> just, they yeah. asked, he had him, WWE got, WWF got, uh, <clears throat> like, the disability people or, like, got on him, like, hey, unless he's, like, really disabled or unless he really doesn't, <laughs> right. like, you can't have him, like, doing that. So they dropped that, like, pretty quick. Kane got over a lot of shit in his life. Now he's mayor, man. Motherfucker couldn't talk. He was burned alive, hated his brother, <laughs> and now he's fucking mayor. Look, look at what you could do with your life, man. So, um, I just remember being so disappointed here, that oh, after that 03 unmasking, and he had the black streaks on his face of like the soot or like just. I don't know what that was. Like, his face was just dirty. I was like, nigga, like, clean your mask before you burn. Like, what's going on? But they they made up they made <laughs> up for it. They made up for it in the weeks in the weeks preceding when they had him coming out like he was chained and had the remember the black towel over his head. Yep, that came I fucking dope as shit. So they start fucking with. So they start fucking with Shane, and that's when the whole nut zapping stuff came in. Yeah, kicked I, him in I, a I dumpster did, fire. Ridiculous. <laughs> that wasn't ridiculous. That was great TV. Well, so yeah. WWE talk. So, um, I just want I want to um, reiterate oh, that. Oh um, shit! Look at Lars's back, yo. Yeah, he fucked him up. He fucked him up. Yeah. I thought you were watching it also. Yeah. I I like what they're doing with uh uh, uh EC3 though. I like it. Like. Have a big man go up against another big man. You know, he doesn't have to be a fucking mountain. Right. Dude, you know, he, right. he can just be it strong. definitely doesn't make me think EC3. Like, when he's in there ricochet, I'm like, God, get him out of here, man. Like, why is EC3 in NXT? He doesn't fit. But, you know. He, he doesn't. And Bobby Roode like, really. He'll be he, fine when he gets on the main roster. Maybe. I, he certainly I don't know. Who, who hit the main roster gotten correctly? Who? Um, like who who has the main roster gotten right? They fucked up the Nexus. They weren't even technically main roster. They they fucked up Nexus. They let John Cena talk him into beating all of them in one night. I don't know how the fuck you do that. <laughs> like I mean you just you just kick him back with some whiskey and say, Hey man, let me beat all these guys. Oh, okay, cool, sure. I'm not doing shit else. Like But yeah, they don't get anybody right, man. They haven't just name one person that got right from NXT. I mean, you could say Balor, maybe. What? I would not say Balor. Well, well, when he came up, when he came up, they drafted him from NXT. Sure. The way they draft. Right. Drafted Shoulder before in- Roman. Yeah. So, so, but he doesn't really count because <clears throat> his, his stuff stopped. So he doesn't really count because, you know, the, it was a, a freak accident that stopped all of that. But he wasn't. I mean, can you even say Teflon anymore? Like, that's no, almost like because I, I think it's almost like a, is. when. No, 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 no. I mean, literally. I don't mean in the context of wrestling. I mean, literally, like oh. using it as a as a as a euphemism. Is it's almost like a slur. Like you shouldn't say gypped and 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 certain things like know. anymore. I, like, but I, I think Teflon because. It's it's gross. It's like in the middle of all kinds of shit. Like Teflon is like a terrible like cancer causing fucking like substance. Like all kinds of lo- it's just it's like the new mesothelioma. Like nobody I mean, big enough. I don't, fucking, I don't think. Uh, 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 I guess uh, so. No, I I don't know. I mean I mean um, 
Um, what would you use other than Teflon then? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, I got off on this whole stupid. Uh... No, that's all good. I mean, I, I just don't know what else you would use. I mean, I think Mark is, you know, basically the N word. Smart. I'm sorry, smart, not Mark. But I mean, if you go, if you use a derogatory term in a certain community, it, it's the the lowest derogatory term in a community will end up being that. You know, it's the lowest common denominator. So any derogatory term in any community is going to end up being that word, the equivalent of that word within that community. What's the all-natural, or not all-natural, but what's the uh, non-cancer-causing <laughs> version of, of Teflon? It, I don't know. I don't Everything even know who we were talking about. Teflon, <laughs> the fuck we were talking about. But, I don't know. Plastic gets pretty hard, but, yeah, that's not natural. Though. Organic? Oh, yeah. Cool. Hemp. There you go, uh, hemp. Hemp strong as shit. You like, you like the weed, too. Plastic. Yeah, hemp. Hemp. Anyway. You go with hemp. Okay. Anything else? Because I want to move on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, last thing is uh, this Saturday uh, for MMA Torch, I'm going to be covering in, uh, in Northern California. I'm going to be covering Ooh. King of the Cage. Everybody tune in if they can. I forgot the channels, but I, it's on Mag TV. Uh, keep up with the hashtag. The official hashtag is Terminal Velocity. Uh, I know the Conor McGregor fights on that uh, that day at the same time, actually, and. Uh, Ooh, the uh, Super Showdown comes on also, but a live fight's always a good fight, man. Well, so, the Super Showdown will yeah, already can... aired, but, you know, people, you'll have it. Yeah, but be people aired. will be watching it, you know, later. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I know it's got competition, but if you can, you get a chance, check it out on MAP TV, you know, so it, it's good. I should be front row center. You never know. Hopefully they get my MMA Torch uh, um, Bad. shirt going. No, oh. I'll, I'll have I'll have it uh, on my lapels. I'll have it printed on my lapels. Okay, bet. You know, I, I like to do it up. But yeah, uh, that's all I got for you, man. Y'all take it easy. Well, you take it easy. All right, man. Yeah, for sure. Right. Talk to you. Right. I appreciate you. Um, Skype is now enabled. You are signed in. Str- Why? Who the fuck did? Who who asked you to? See, it's the man. Watching me, listening in. Oh, you mean I'm live on the air? And no, okay. You're still watching and listening. All right, let's. Uh, let's. I guess to our final call. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, I really am going to text Rich and tell him to read the <laughs> Infinity. Oh shit, Lars beat uh, EC3 with the top rope headbutt. Damn, EC3's face is a mess. I saw the eye earlier. Now his mouth is busted open. All right, let's, uh, let's go to Georgia. Talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's going on? What up? What's good, Travis? Trap, trap, trap. Not too much. What's on your mind? Not too much, man. Just saying, you and Craig are some of the most difficult um, technology sound people. Y'all seem like y'all do everything the hard way when it comes to uh, using this technology. I meant to say something to you, to you about that last week. 
when y'all were on and discussing okay. something. <laughs> what what's what's, the, what's the easy way of yeah? I know you were one of your local. Cha- I know last week y'all was one of the local channels. So going out buying the right um, antenna, uh, high def antennas when you can just easily go and download the app on your Roku, uh, Amazon Fire Stick, or the local channels and just sign in using your um, Sling TV and it'll give you your local channel right there. And most of your local channels got um, apps on it themselves and they'll let you just sign in so you don't have to go buy all that different stuff and really just be wasting money when you can have it all at once. Okay. I mean, that's definitely useful information that I'm probably for sure going to use, but, but yeah, I have a HD antenna in my bedroom that I've you know, had for years. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, and then with the um, apps, um, you got an Android phone, right? Who? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know people be liking to condense all the apps, like especially when they listen to podcasts, especially when you don't have on when like iPhone users, they just go to the iTunes store and every podcast that come out right there. But um, I know people be wanting to listen to their VIP stuff in one of the podcasts and apps, but it's, it seems so much easier if you just go to Google, use your Google app, go to, v, go to the VIP site through there and just listen to it in that section right there. And you don't lose your spot. You don't have to worry about downloading it because even if you're streaming it, it, it preloads for you all the way. So you can fast forward, record, fast forward, rewind, and everything. You don't have to worry about if if it's loaded up, or if it's going to pick up your account this time, and all that other simple stuff. You can just go from from there. Just leave just leave it in the tab. Leave that tab open in, in um, the Google and your little Google app. Uh, I'm not sure I under, really understood. Any of that, because if I go to okay, like I'm in, I'm on, I'm on the Google Play uh, podcast app. I go to PW Torch VIP Audio, so everything in there is uh, is is VIP. And yeah, and when, and when you click on the link, when you click on whatever VIP uh, podcast you want to listen to, you go down to where the bottom where it had a little play, where it had a play sign at, and you can play it right there. No, I can't. It's not going to play. They let you play. Oh, your your Google app don't allow you to play it. Um, I mean, I don't. If I can figure out, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm literally got my phone in hand trying to do what you say to figure out because every yeah. way I've tried, I can't get it to any VIP that's how, stuff. That's how I listen. That's how I listen to it on my um on my phone. But I got an iPhone. But still, I thought it worked that way on each one. Like when you're going to the to like your browser app, whatever your browser app is, you click on the link. Uh, once you click on, you go past where um it say important notes. If you click the button on, it, it'll have that play button right there, or it have click here to download or stream podcast. And you click right there. Yeah, we're we're talking about downloading. We're, we're doing and talking about two totally different things. I don't know. 
what what you're talking. I thought you were specifically talking about the Google Podcast app. I was ready to <laughs> sound it like you. Oh no, I'm not talking about the Google, not the Google Podcast app. I'm talking about your stream, um, your streaming app. Just if you, you know, streaming app, like your um, not streaming app, but um. Oh, okay. What do you mean? Your um, like if you um, like when you go on your computer and you um do Google from there. Just like yeah. That. Oh, I see your video. I show it to you. I see your video. I DM you a video. I use Beyond Pod. I use Google Play, like the normal Google the Google Music app that has a podcast tab. And now, but mainly, I use the Google Podcast app. And that's that was selling telling Craig. That's it's, it's great and everything. But yeah, I, I still see, I, I see your I see your, big, I see your video. Of but he told me just to go it, easy. Just go on the fucking torch thing. They got. A whole damn tutorial, and and I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. But yeah, but, but yeah, man, it was good to hear you on there with Wade, man. I he I heard you bring up um, the idea of uh, the Daniel Bryan versus Joe, and let them win and go at it till the Rumble, just in case when the person had asked y'all who you think gonna win, and Wade was like he don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you were going with Joe. I still say you can't. I can't see him losing. I can't see them. They let him lose. Especially AJ, that is. you're still Joe you're still on the. He can't have his house rate and uh, invaded and and then lose his title on top of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then come out. I know you didn't like the promo and stuff like that. Understandable, but some of the stuff they had him saying. They could have had him say something totally different, and it meant I didn't like so much AJ more. Styles' promo has you could insert that in anything he said in the last like six months, year. He has not been uh, yeah uh, great on the mic <laughs> recently. So you know, after you haven't come out and say that, it's like you can't. <laughs> you really, you you know, you can't come back from that. You know what I'm saying? You talking about your 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 kids scared. Um, they look at your little girl looking up underneath a bed because she's scared. The Uncle Joe yeah. comment. Like, <laughs> why did he call you can't go home uncle, to your kid. Call him Uncle Joe. That was so crazy. That, see, no, when they first started beefing and when Joe first brought up his family, he said he, in one of his promos, he said about how him and Joe came up together. We close, you know, my family. Oh, okay, okay. See, see USA no, Alpha, no, so okay, okay, okay. They were trying right. to do a callback. That, change, that changes everything. You're right. That context is very important. Okay. And that's why I say when you do that callback, you do that right there, you can't go and lose to Uncle Joe when your, when your baby girl no. is. And now baby girl going to look gonna, at you totally different. He's going to be indecisive. He gonna, Joe going to have a picture of from 08 or 2010 of them all at Orlando and Universal Studios with AJ, him and AJ and like his first one or two kids, you know, like uh, <laughs> this is look AJ, look at this picture. You gonna pull it out? It's tight. <laughs> this is us. And the camera's gonna zoom in, and they're all like, "Oh, look at AJ and Wendy and and little baby Annie or whatever, and Joe, Uncle Joe, and 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 and, and AJ's gonna be like, you know, he's gonna." Have his fist cocked because he's ready to, you know, about, you know, obliterate him. He's gonna drop his hand like, 
Come on, Joe. I, I don't want. And then, bam, Joe's going to kick him or do some shit. And, and, and that's going to lead directly to the finish. And then you'll have your reason why. Like, And, that, and that's why uh, he, 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 he let the family stuff get, uh, you know, get in his head. And, <laughs> you know, so it's not, he didn't well, let it fuel him. If WWE had your creative mind, they would do that. If WWE had your creative mind, they would do that. But we obviously know. That's something that they won't put the time in the thinking. <laughs> they they wouldn't do all of that. <laughs> and also, I agree with you with um, the Michelle and Benjamin push, that he should get a push. And I'm thinking, cause, because me is always have somebody helping him out and doing stuff for him, like the Miz Tarot, that will help them get back up. That's how you get... Sheldon Benjamin, and give him the pushback. You already let him beat Daniel Bryant and stuff like that, and that was a signal to me that I think the men is going to win with help from either Sheldon Benjamin or doing some type of other type of trick hmm. to, beat, to beat Daniel Bryant. Because, again, I don't see you – I don't see you letting Daniel Bryant win or Samoa Joe because you only have – Two baby faces. I understand with the with the R truth and and stuff like that, but I just don't see R truth as as people like him right now being a title contender. Because once you put him in that title contender, the first thing people are gonna say what they like about him now, and they're gonna use that against him as the reason why they don't want to see him as a title. Like they're gonna be like, oh, this is a joke. And then the knowing WWE. They're going to put some more Joe and him in so many jokey segments that it's going to strip away whatever toughness that you feel about some more Joe because they don't know how to throttle down with, with all the silliness, especially when they have it going on with something like that. It'll bring you back to whatever they used to do with um, Santino Morella type of fuse. Whatever fuse they put him in, it'll be similar to something like that. So that's why I don't see R2 getting an opportunity, and then you'll blow through Daniel Bryan versus Joe quickly because they got too many pay-per-views. You don't know. They might pop up another one of these whack house shows and stuff like that. Damn. So, yeah, they, they are. They whack house shows. They, them people not going – only a few people on the um, show will go out there and wrestle like, like it means something. Right. They ain't gonna have I mean, too many people do too much because they don't want them to outshine Triple H them. That's why they putting all the bumpers in between that. I could see only one title change. That's um the juggernaut beating Cedric Alexander. That may be the only one, but I don't see no other one. Because you get that hometown pop. Even see the iconic beating Oscar them, lest they pin on uh, Naomi. Yeah, I don't see that. I mean, the hometown thing is, uh, you know, that's definitely a historic thing that WWE does and has done. Um, but I, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, on this kind of show, I think you just want. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't want to top the numbers because it's not a normal house show. It's definitely hyped, and people are going to watch it. And the finishes are going to matter, especially in the title matches. Um, especially, obviously, if titles change. But they just want to tie it. They just want to be able to tie it. They got eighty thousand people in the stadium, and that was the last time you seen Triple H versus Undertaker, and that's it. Just like they do with the Saudi Arabia show. How they still using that same weak stuff, that promos and videos that they used for the first one. They just want to be able to tout that type of stuff as a marketing tool. Because I don't see them doing any type of big changes when most of they most of the people who watch their show don't won't be up to watch it at no five o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah. But again, you do have the rest of the world, you know, the other side of the world. You know, they got a, they have a chance to be a, a part of something live. So that's cool for them. And we all live in an on-demand world, so it's not it's not like <laughs> the idea of watching something after it's come on is, is, is not strange to anyone anymore. So they're not a slave. They're not a slave. They're not a slave to the old people and stuff like that. They only slave the people who bring who paying money, like the Saudi Arabia people and the TV people, and and um, Wall Street. Wall Street don't care about Australia. That ain't going to help you bring money. What will help you bring it a little bit from them is to show where we can go there and pick up 80,000 people. Oh, I thought you just said uh, uh, Wall Street don't care about Australia. Now you're saying they do? I'm confused. I'm just saying they, 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 the only thing they probably would care about is you saying that I, wherever we go, we can fill up and bring 80,000 people anywhere. Right. So what you're doing there, it doesn't matter. So you wouldn't – that's why I don't believe it um, for right now. They will never do a WrestleMania somewhere overseas or something like that, I mean, away from the if, advertisement and stuff like look, that. Look, Darrell, just, just, for the, just for the gate alone, uh, 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 assuming I just put a $60 average ticket, that sounds about, you know, right – you know, there's some people that probably can get some $25 seats in an 85,000 seater joint, and there's definitely going to be some 250, $300 seats. Um, that's still 4.8 million dollars of a gate. Like I think, Walmart, I think Walmart. Think about Walmart. Wall Street cares about, about like that. this though. Come think on. about it like this though. They ain't selling days, just like they like to tout how many hours people watch WWE. That's why they keep giving you more and more stuff so they can tout the hours. That gate is nothing to the gates that they do when they run a four-day weekend and bringing in people and people spending three, four hundred dollars on VIP um, passes and stuff like that for the whole weekend, and then yeah. coming and flying and spending money and stuff like that. Then the city offering money for you to come because that's supposed to be a boost um, to their community. People ain't flying oh, to Australia to go. Yeah, people ain't flying to Australia to go to the Super Showdown. That's just people from well, no, 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 no,
I will guarantee you to see that super show. I guarantee there's one person. And I would say, I will, oh, I will yeah, say there's probably only two. one person. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But that's a thing people from all, like, all over Australia. Australia is a whole continent. So if you get people well, who in Australia care about? to fucking drive or fly across the fucking continent of Australia, just like people would fly all the way in to Chicago or wherever for WrestleMania or all in or something, it's it's like that. Shit, I'm sure more than one person from New Zealand's going to Australia to see the Super Show. You know, so yeah, uh, but advertisers care about people who gonna watch who gonna watch it when it come on, not on demand. Because you fast forward on demand. Whatever time. When you're watching it live, they feel, they feel like you're watching it then and there. So you, Whatever time. You can't fast forward. Is the Super Show going to have commercials? What are you talking about? No, I, I know they're not going to have They know they're not going to have commercials. I'm just saying. Like, I don't see Why them doing it. would you doing, say that? It has no relevance. Okay, let, let's, say, let's say this. What would they do if, if they were still doing the Roman thing? What would they do that at? What would they do him winning that title at? In America, where all the people go, they feel like and all the people who watch it, even the people who still buy the pay-per-views and stuff right there, who watching it right then and there, not on demand, not on YouTube, are they going to do it somewhere where the show is at 5 o'clock in the morning and, and people not there to watch, to watch his coronation? Well, I don't get it because he's already the champion, so he's facing. I'm just saying, if he wasn't, I'm just saying, if he wasn't, just like when they went to Saudi Arabia and they had that um, cage match, we could say we knew he wasn't gonna win it there because they, they wanted to be a coordination. According is how you say it, they wanted they wanted to be a big thing. It's not a big thing if people spar spar from it from soon they cut on their phone, the uh, notifications pop up. Uh, they go on Twitter and they see it right there. They don't want that. They want people to be tuned in live to watch it, and you you play to your main base. I don't see. That's why I don't see any big angles really happen. I see stuff that is a continuation, so they can have a continuation. Like I, I still see Joe. And AJ Styles continuing on to Survivor Series where it'll finally be over with. But other than that, I don't see, you know, title, major titles changing hands, especially somebody who they've been propped up for 400 some days. Yeah. The only that thing that's big is probably me as being Daniel Bryant. That's all I see, but um, yeah, and um, what else y'all um was speaking on too? Mm-hmm. Um, that that hand spot, I agree with you. Talking about the Ty Dillinger thing? Yes, that was totally yeah. dumb and stupid. Cause when he put his face by and his hand was right there, I said, okay, he's gonna bite, he's gonna bite it. Okay, and he did. He's about to turn into something. He didn't. I'm like, what? I just put it on mute and went to do something else. I said, I, I look back at the TV when I think something else on, because that was stupid. But I don't consider it what Pete Dunn, that's what different. Pete Dunn them do, because that's way different. First of way all, different. if you've been in the fight before, 
you know, somebody grab you by the inside of your mouth or grab your hand like they're going to break you, you're going to say, oh, shit, you ain't, and then they go ahead and snap it. That's something immediately. And he's doing it immediately. He's not just sitting there, ooh, I'm, I'm going to break it. I'm going to twist it a little bit. Twist it for about five, ten, about five minutes, just acting like you're going to do something. That, that's something silly. That's main roster silliness. But it works when when on NXT and you see Pete Dunne, like he did it in that ricochet match where he was grabbing the fingers and he was finna break it. And like he was breaking it and stuff like that. That just added more to that match and, and helped make that match even more. That what um, Randy Orton did was silly. Him sticking the um, ranch or whatever he stuck through um, Jeff Hardy ear. That was stupid. <laughs> like that's not vile. That's not crazy. That's, I see if he um jugging his eyes out or, or scrubbing it across his head or doing right. what um Brock Lesnar did to you and drop bows to your forehead until you start bleeding, then yeah. But when once you don't see stuff like that. That's a, and people done got the like seeing crazier stuff. That right there is just some you should have say that for somebody else. I think you see wilder stuff on cartoons than than what you're seeing right there. But so, I enjoy the effort though. Yeah. So Casey Catanzaro Kat, is about to face Rhea Ripley. I think we we know it's. Uh, the end of the line for Casey Catanzaro, or at least in the May Young tournament. She certainly got a, a, a bright future. But Dre is texting me uh, back and forth, um, and he showed me the spot because I thought I missed the match. He's like, yeah, he's why I'm watching Casey versus Rhea, and the spot she messed up, you know, was she made up for it. She tried to do her split leg move and fucked up. And uh, but then she redid it, not like in a contrived like. Uh, it, it seemed it worked, and the crowd ate it the fuck up. And he like texted me a little video, but I was wondering how he was so far ahead, or I was oh I thought I missed the match, but no, it's coming on now. So I don't I don't know what his deal is, but I just went oh, to you're a little bit me. behind. No, he he was watching that match ten minutes ago. He's like got a bootleg car. I don't know. I don't know how he's. Uh, he got a good internet speed right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, he got um, forever internet. But I just wanted to say, real motherfucking Ripley. That's him again. I'm trying to figure out who I smashed. Oh yeah, first. thank y'all for the merch too, man. Thank y'all for uh, the oh, merch. What you mean? Like, like we sent that shit to you for free. <laughs> oh, I know y'all didn't send it to me for free. A good thing that y'all made, made me look nice. <laughs> Yeah, no, it made me look nice. <laughs> I was able to bag me one. At the little wedding. So I gotta tell Cam I need him to do um I want another one with um my name on the back. Yo, real Ripley, fine. Yeah, motherfucker, man. God damn. Yeah. 
I like her. Is she tall? She look, yeah, she about to wear Casey Catanzaro the fuck out though. <laughs> wear her little. Anyway, go ahead. You got one more thing so we can get the hell out of here. Oh yeah, man. Last thing. I don't know what Sean was talking about, man. When he was saying, one minute he say they need to bring people up, and then the next minute you come and say, well, you know, when the last time they do right by somebody? That that's why they don't need to bring people up <laughs> because <laughs> they don't do right don't by them. Like like that don't that don't make no, no sense. No, they don't need to bring none of the women up. No, I don't want to see. Bianca Blair go up because they show you what they do to them every time. They they don't they don't treat them right. They don't have time for nobody else. Um, especially with the women, only one woman get a storyline at a time. Only one tag team. We can say SmackDown got an awesome tag team division, but do you see the awesomeness of the tag team division? Do you see the Usos out there wrestling um, whoever else in the tag team division? They're giving you great matches, and they competing for number one contenderships and stuff like that. Nope. You only get the tag team of who you get now. You get the New Day versus the Bar and stuff like that. That's why a lot of these people get stale and get tired of the New Day because they're never off TV or they're never off doing anything else or they not – Involving their characters because you only have one feud going on at a time, so you can still be sitting there doing the the uh, pancake bit for forever and never have to evolve because you never end a rivalry after another rivalry after another rivalry. So, no, don't bring anybody else up. Don't bring nobody else up until when bits dead and gone, and that might not never happen. So I guess everybody. <laughs> Everybody stay Everybody in NXT. Everybody NXT in the roster like, God damn, NXT got a 110-man roster out this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> NXT yep. got NXT three hours now because they won't send no fucking fucky up. <laughs> yep, uh, <laughs> because it's just ridiculous, man. I, don't, I That's why I don't be understanding when people call, and you don't have people call in with y'all uh, several times, and they'll say that. Then they'll turn around and be like, Man, I don't know. I just don't know why people, why they don't get people right in NXT, from NXT. <laughs> like, that's why. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop it, man. Like, <laughs> don't bring them up here. Don't allow them to come up and stuff like that. Like, I don't I don't see that. I just don't see that at all. And <laughs> the final thing, man, I heard you and yeah. Mike talking. And he was talking about a second, a second company. Um, I don't think people really look at it. I know people were thinking that and hoping and wishing that all in were going to spark this new attitude era revolution, which I don't think people see that it didn't. Because look at the attendance to ROH pay per view that people was just so crazy and like couldn't believe just happened that um that they was looking so thin with the same people that was on the all in show and the same people that New Japan used and stuff like that. Or the show that um New Japan got even Kenny Omega said in his promo. 
we came out here. Yeah, we seen some yellow seats out here. You know, not too many people there because people. Yeah, people. That the seats um in the building were they were yellow. <laughs> so he said, "Oh, yellow seats." Yellow, in yellow the, feet. Yeah, seats in the crowd. Okay. Yeah. So it's not bringing. It's not bringing everything that people would think. And to me, when you are a game changer, a main eventer, you bring the crowd to you. Now, I'm pretty sure if John Cena showed up at ROH and he was going to do a six-month run, I'm pretty sure every show that he would be on, it will be sold out. If he went to New Japan right now, they will get 100,000 subscribers and every show right. will be sold out. Okay, right. That's why I was saying beforehand, before, if you remember, before the show happened, that's why I said the leverage that these guys have is based on once you start getting on these other shows and you're going back to your home promotion and you ain't selling out shows and you're not doing this, the businessman, because we got to know now, Vince, he might be a horrible booker, but he's a great businessman. And the businessman will tell him, well, I really don't have to offer you too much because um, I don't have to just break the bank to get you because it ain't like you drawing for ROH. You ain't drawing for New Japan. Yeah, the, the hardcore fans who sometimes are horrible people who hate women, yeah, they'll flock to you a little bit, but they only be there for, such a, uh, for a little while because they so fickle. And stuck in their ways, they'll start not liking you neither. Soon you start including them in stuff. They'll hype it. They'll hype it because you include them into it, and they'll feel like, oh, because I had a good time, it's a success. When a success is how much money you make, how much interest you bring in, that's a success, not based off you have a good time. And a lot of fans been looking at this stuff the wrong way. They look at it because, oh, I enjoy watching the show. That means it was great. But the you ain't hear no money. You ain't hear no people talking, oh, man, we made this amount of money. Can't believe, man. We made we made 50 times what we spent on it. Oh, we made our money back plus double. You don't hear none of them say that. You don't hear none of them say that. Oh, man, the gates of ROH done jumped up 10% after all in. New Japan gates and jumped up ten percent. You don't well, do you, none of that. Wait. Well, I don't hear it because I'm not paying attention. So you're saying for people that are paying attention to that, that info isn't out there. That's not that hasn't made. That info is not out there. That info is not out. So there. Okay. And so wait, wait, next, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. So is the info not out there, and it's able to? Who knows what those numbers are, or is just because the info is not out there? From what that's the assumption. From what people because you're saying right if they, now, if, go ahead. My bad. No, my bad. I'm saying, are you just intimating that? Well, or or I don't think I used that right. But are you saying if it was if it was good, like people say, uh, like you know, like Donald Trump always talking about I was the best student, you know, blah. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're an idiot. You didn't. That's dude in my ass. But if he actually had like A's and B's and shit and, you know, 4.0 averages and shit, you, they be, that would be like the profile picture of his fucking Twitter, right? <laughs> like, here's yeah. my transcript. So are you saying because that info hasn't gotten out there in a 
whatever, it's been a month now, that it's because it, there's nothing, uh, sig- there hasn't been a significant bump. That's your conclusion? Yes. Okay. Because I think that's a, that's it, a fair when you're, when you're kind a public- of... Yeah, because yeah, when you're a public trade, when you're, you're a business, small or big, you can find this out. Just like the liar, the liar president said he only borrowed a million dollars and became a billionaire. Come on, brother. You think that information is going to stay quiet? It don't take nobody but just to look, do the but work. But who's a public company? Put in the work and look at it. I'm just saying, I, I, I ain't mean about to say public because WWE the only publicly traded company. Right, but I'm just saying a company obligated to be like, yeah, we didn't get a bump, or yes, we did get a bump. But when you're a business, period, they can find out. You can find out information on it. Like, remember, ROH is owned by a publicly traded company in Sinclair. And for people to think that Sinclair is going to boost up ROH um, um, allowance, they go Spend a whole bunch of money on these guys must be tripping because their their main focus is still trying to buy the Tribune company, which yeah. is in court and being disputed, and that can be in court for years. So See, you're I not going to start spending more money. Air. I didn't think it was completely yeah, fell you're not through. Gonna, the other. Yeah, and they want that, so you're not going to go out and spend continuous money on something that you ain't really seeing. Money back from. I don't think they they just breaking even. Always. That's all they doing is breaking even. So if you you're not getting no money back from there, you're not going to give get them more money where you're not getting getting money back from. And if they put them on W, uh, they will have to get endorsement, have to get Coca Cola to advertisement money to be able to make money. Because remember, they own that station. So putting them on there, yeah, but if they're not making no money from it and then they boost your um, roster and still put out more money for your roster, they need that money back. And when you ain't bringing that money back, no, they're not going to um, pay the Bucks them a lot of money. They're they going to want to offer them the same contract now and let them have that same freedom because they know they can't afford them. New Japan know they probably can't afford them. That's why you see them setting up. That's why the, the the way that they do when how they bring up is have new stars waiting. That's why they continue to do that because they're not trying to pay Nakamura the money that WWE paid him. <laughs> That's why I say people put their enjoyment in something and claim it as a success. When that's not real success, just because you enjoyed something, I didn't. I didn't enjoy a lot of stuff or a lot of movies that were bust and didn't make no money. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it, but I can't say that movie was a success. Or I done been to some parties. I know you probably have too. Done been to some busted ass parties that were busted, but you enjoyed it because you might done pull you like two females up out of there <laughs> who came to the party. And something like that. So you enjoyed yourself. Women. But it wasn't it wasn't a successful party for the people who were throwing it because they didn't make their money back. They lost money. So that's not a success. It was a success for you because you had an enjoy you had an enjoying experience. That's why so, I agree so, with Todd Martin. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just about to change the subject completely. Uh speaking of movies and this last thing, um <laughs> I watched the 
NC-17 cut of RoboCop last night. And because it, it's streaming on Amazon Prime right, Prime right now, and I was just like, this sounds very interesting. And Like, there's an NC-17 version? And it's just more blood, I guess. I really couldn't couldn't tell. It was, you know, like, whatever. I saw that movie in the, in the theater, I think. So, uh, yeah, I was like nine or some shit. So, uh, but it was so cheesy and so awesome at the same time. And then I watched uh, the first, like, half hour of Teen Wolf, and it was so problematic. <laughs> and it's just typical 80s sexed-up alcohol-fueled, you know, romp kind of movie, uh, but with a heart. Um, and just, it's, 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 it's weird going back and watching shit going like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Like Michael J. Fox just said, no, I'm not a fag, you know, in style. And he's got a sheepishly, he's got a sheepishly, like, you know, respond. And it's just like, oof. This is rough. This, but you know, it's 1985, so you can't you can't uh, 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 apply, you know, standards of 30 years later on. on so it's uh, it's interesting going back watching those movies. So that that's all I wanted to say. So anyway, yeah, I seen that. I seen that. I seen you put it out there on IG. Made me go out yeah. there and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when he it's, killed the old buddy. That was so funny. <laughs> Wait, which one? Which kid? Which murder? Um, the the, you, the um part that you put up there where um the little um, oh, with the, robot the, had nine nine hundred or whatever shot him all up. Yeah, yeah. it was so yeah. stupid. Like the plot was so like. I mean, I know it's a movie. They got an hour forty minutes, but it's just like. They gave you no emotional attachment to Murphy. Like, he showed up at that precinct. That was his first day there. Like, none of the people there, I mean, they might be, like, sad that a cop died, but he's not one of them. He just got here. Nobody had emotional. You never got to meet his wife and kids except in them dumbass flashbacks. I was just like, who am I supposed to care about in this movie? It's just that the bad guys are so bad, you just want somebody to take them down. I guess that's the idea. It's just yeah. yeah don't they always have RoboCop get beat up before the movie? Where they somebody don't rip them apart or <laughs> other stuff like that? Yeah, I I don't I remember especially for NC17. It just seemed like that 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 opening when he got all shot up. That should have been more gruesome. They shot his hand off. I just don't. Yeah, I mean whatever. NC17. That was that's the only reason I watched it because. Was that version? So. But anyway, that's all I got. All right, Darrell. All right, Trav, man, man, keep it Talk up. Talk to you, man. And that was uh, Darrell from Georgia, everybody. So yeah, that wraps up uh, another another uh, East Coast Cast live edition. Um, she gonna bet get Conti the fuck out of here. So. Casey Catanzaro and Rhea Ripley had a fucking awesome match. She botched the spot 
and in the most like, oh, fuck no, I'm hitting my move kind of way. And it wasn't like a, oh, I got to do my move. I have to perform. I have to do my, I have to do my, uh, my, my, you know, I got to get my spot in. It wasn't like that kind of thing. And even for somebody that's only been wrestling like, you know, less than a year or whatever, it's crazy that she responded the way she did. It just seemed so natural. She's like, uh-uh, kicked her right in the gut, set it up again, got the crowd into it. Like, come on, y'all, I need y'all. Like, help me get over this top rope so I won't botch it again. And they gave it up for her, and she hit it. And uh, they went nuts. But the, the whole match itself was really good. And then Conti and Lacey Lane had a match. I don't fuck with either one of them, especially Lacey Lane, because she beat uh, – um, what's her face? The mountain. Damn, I forgot her name. She even retweeted me. Uh, Vanessa Craven. So, um, so yeah, so that does it for us here uh, tonight. Rich and I'll be by uh, in VIP for another hour or two of content. I didn't read anything, so I, again, I think I'll just be. Uh, hope he reads Infinity War and fills me in on what's going on in that book. But yeah, that does it. Appreciate everybody's uh, input and their and their uh, contributions, your calls, your emails, your tweets. So, whoops, we'll get y'all next week. I'm Trav. I'm out.